Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the RP Geeks. This is the 14th episode of our campaign uh, where we combine Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition with science. It is the 14th, right? Ali's miming at me. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, I got, I got my numbers right. Everything's fine. The numbers are fine. Nobody panic. Um, our campaign is set in the sci-fi future, currently on the planet of Braxigantu. Um, and although there are seemingly magical things that happen in this world, in fact, everything is based on some kind of science and technology. And that is our challenge to come up with explanations for the things our characters do and things in the world based on real world science. Uh, my name is Sharmini, I use she, her pronouns, um, and on the show I am playing Tenebris, who also uses she, her pronouns, and is some kind of mysterious sorcerer, if sorcerers existed in this world. Emily. Hello, I'm Emily Bates, I use she, her pronouns, and I play Infinity, or Infinite Sky 6000, who uh, is a robot druid who was sent to Braxigantu in order to terraform the planet for human habitation. Simon. Oh, bollocks. Um, <laughs> Got your guard. I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to measure a dice whilst you were talking. Um, Why? Am, That's I'm, what we all do in our spare time. I too like to measure my dice. Have you met me? Uh, hello, my, I'm Simon and I'm a dice measurer by trade. Dice measurer by day and night. Um, no, I am a science video person uh, and in the campaign uh, I play Uriel who uses he, him or he, them, he, they pronouns. Uh, I use he, him and he is a dwarf monk who is a cybernetically enhanced human in our version of events. And that just leaves the introduction of the most important person oh. arguably on the whole stream. Oh. The dungeon master himself. Ended. So smooth. Just that segue makes me feel things, Simon. <laughs> I am Ali Jennings. I use uh, he, him pronouns. I'm the DM uh, for this particular caper, which is what's about to happen. Um, and yeah, I roll, just roll it, do it. So I oh, just, I was, are we talking dice still? Roll the intro! Or? No, roll the intro! <laughs> roll the intro! It, it's this part. So, where were we? Our party had been sent on a mission to uncover a smuggling ring in the Mukinchi Mountains. They tracked down these smugglers, but in doing so, they were part of a sequence of events that triggered an earthquake and destruction beneath the ground. When our party eventually made their way back to the colony of Vow 25D0, they realized that their actions had inadvertently damaged the mine that these colonists depend on. And questions were being asked by agents of the company who own the mine, Chugu Systems. The company, well, sorry, the party learned all this from their new associate, Sande, who revealed herself to be a member of the Red Runners a shady organization based in the great city of Gunka. Asande asked that they bring the mysterious artifact that they'd found beneath the earth to her organization in Gunka and to find out more about the shadowy goings on that they'd witnessed. And in return, 
the party would be richly rewarded. So now, the party must find a way aboard the company shuttle, leaving for Gunker. Possibly stopping by on the way to the colony boss's cabin to liberate some important information. Liberation? That is no where breathing. you find yourselves. Stood on the main street of Val, looking around you, seeing uh, a whole profusion of miners in various different states of drunkenness, states of uh, emotion, uh, some lying on the ground, and some talking to each other, some shouts you hear. Um, you see in front of you uh, the office of Reeve Stoneshaper, the, uh, yes, Reeve Stoneshaper, the leader of the colony, the woman who gave you your quest in the first place, and where the information you seek is to be found. Behind this squat, long cabin, still white but flecked with moss and dirt, you see four silos rising into the air, squat but still taller than the cabins over which they uh, overlook. To your left, a larger building than the others, square, sturdy, with a large entrance door. Inside, you can just make out tools, bits of metal plating hung off the walls. You can see pools of oil on the floor and just the side of one of the huge wheels of the trucks that this colony used to ferry minerals back and forth. You hear the shouts. I tell you what, one day, one of these days, one of these days, Jimmy, one of them. Well, I don't need to say any more, do I? On, on and on it goes around you as the miners stream and ebb and flow on this road. And you sense the atmosphere, tension, tension building. What would you like to do? I was about to correct you on Reeve's surname, but I remember that was Sandy. 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 Who, who was his surname was Clunch Fist. Clunch Fist. Yeah. I'd forgotten. Why Normal would you remind me? Normal surname for Sandy. As opposed to Light Pounder. For some reason, it just stuck in my brain uh, that name. Uh, so right, as I understand it, uh, and this is for like player to player, oh, not yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. to character. Character. Yeah. The plan was. The, we were going to do the heist. Yep. Um, and sure. Infinity was point one of plan. Do heist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Point point two success. <laughs> point three profit. profit. I don't see what the problem is. Yes. Coming. So Infinity you, you was going to cause a distraction by the silo. Correct. Yeah. Tenebris was going to go into Reeves' office. You both once were going the, to go in. Well, I was going to act guard. I was going to. I was going to guard outside. Okay. You were going to yeah. distract. You were going to distract the guard. So that. Right. No, no, no. In Infinity office, was, uh, no, was going to do that. No, no Infinity is distracting Reaver. I thought we're not assuming that both of them are going to go. Were you going to do stay. magic in the or um, not magic science in the guard's head? <laughs> There's no magic in this world. Just going to talk, talk, talk to them and be like, just try and confuse them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah but, okay. Anyway. okay. The, the, yeah, yeah. The note okay. I had was that you were going to do the hack. I was going to keep like kind of keep right. watch. And okay. backup. Also, very important that everyone knows awesome. that we do have disguises on. We have disguises. Yes. Wait, wait, what disguise? Um, I wish I'd 
bought one of those comedy nose and mustaches. Yes! That is exactly oh. what Infinity is wearing, but I did not. I'm dressed, so, as, um, I'm dressed as a Tom Hanks lumberjack in nice. lifts, apparently. Yeah. I I didn't actually write down what I was wearing, but I remember it was cool. And the leather there was definitely I was wearing Tenebris's leather jacket, actually. You gave oh. it to me for some reason. You are wearing oh, Tenebris's okay. leather jacket. Yeah. You're um, also wearing a, a circlet around your neck, which is projecting a holographic image onto um your <laughs> face. And there's putty there, and on top of that, yeah. you have big fake glasses yeah, and a great. big fake nose. And yeah. a mustache, potentially. Yeah, well it, I'm assuming it's like those comedy ones that have the glasses, the nose, and the moustache. So I'm assuming that's, that's what Infinity's going for. That's exactly right, yeah. Okay, so I think Infinity's just kind and of- And a top hat. You have a top hat oh, to mark your, your area. So subtle. Excellent. Oh god, um, I forgot about that, yeah. So Infinity's <laughs> gonna break off from the other two and start making her way behind towards the silos. Uh, and as she goes, she'll be like, and, okay, good luck, everyone. And before we, before we do this, the plan was we were going to do the, the thing, and then we were going to meet around the back of the warehouse. Correct. Oh, yes. That was, the, Good. That was the Oh, I'm glad you remember all this. I did not. Correct. Yeah, so I'm going to break okay. off and try and make my way around the back before we get too close so the guard doesn't sort of be like, where'd your friend go? Yes, in front of Reeves' um, cabin, there is a guard stood at the door, and you imagine Reeve inside, although you haven't checked. Um, infinity. You stride out across the street, past groups of uh, uh, miners shifting back, back and forth. Uh, you move towards the back, uh, towards to go round the back of Reeves' cabin. Mm -hmm. As you push forward over this road, a bandy-legged old man, oh. grey hair, a little bit speckled with what looks like green paint, and wearing ragged trousers that are just just too long uh he steps in front of your path uh and you can see he's he's just swaying a little bit just a little bit where are you headed where are you headed there my love oh just uh, just around the back i'm just enjoying the scenery i've i've not seen you here before where where, where did you come from i've come from the mines. I'm an archaeologist. Well, that's a very fancy word. I don't pretend to know what <laughs> that means. But I tell you what, it's lovely to see your sort around here. Oh. I have to say, no, I have done many a mining job in my time, and it's rare that your kind comes around here. But he reaches my out, kind? gives you, uh, reaches out and touches your arm. Oh. Yes. yes. What's my yes. kind? Such a tall strapping individual oh thank you, see, you very much i don't know if you've noticed but we're all fairly short around here i mean it's just just the nature of what we do you know it happens and you sell you are absolutely uh, you're colossal and yes. I, I love it i love to see it oh, especially around thank here. you would you like me to pick you up <laughs> i would love it great uh infinity's going to attempt to lift this what man what's happening right now uh, you roll a straight check. I don't Just remember the straight, scene in Ocean's straight, Eleven. Straight. <laughs> That's a heist. Yeah, uh, you can make it uh, athletics if you want. Oh, it's, it's the same, I realised. Um, 13. 13. Um, you reach out to pick this um, this uh, old gentleman up. He's quite stringy looking. Um, oh. But what you don't seem to have realised is that he's actually got a large metal sort of well, it looks like a backpack just sort of jutting out of his back. And he's actually very heavy. So you do manage to pick him up a little bit. 
but then you immediately have to put him down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you I'm drop not, him. Not quite as strong as I might look. <laughs> sorry. And as you drop him, he totters a little bit, and from out of the back of this little backpack, shoot just a little, uh, basically like a, a stick, like a metal pole, which just stabilizes him. Oh. And then he wobbles back onto his feet. Don't worry about it. That's I've very got clever. This. Uh, there's some hidden secrets to us all, aren't there? Abs- absolutely. Uh, I couldn't help but wonder. Well, you're, you're headed towards the silos, I could see, my love. The silos. What? Uh, oh, I was just wondering, but behind the... I'm just around, really. Just surveying. That's good to know. Good to know. Because, you know, I mean, I've been looking after them for a long, long time. And it's very rare, but... You know, anyone would show any interest here, oh. but obviously with the goings on, you can never tell. I just was wondering, maybe you weren't, you're not a, a company man, are you? What company would that be? I'm from Terracorp. He, there's this moment of surprise flits across his face and then he, he sort of scans a little bit and kind of crinkles his brow and well, I've I've no I've no hurt. Is that a branch of uh, Chugo systems? Is that a no, is that a particular It's very old, probably well, I, I haven't spoken them to them for a while, so they maybe they're gone now. I don't really know. What's your name? Uh, uh, my name is uh, uh, Corin. Corin Bender. Hi Corin and, Bender. Um yes, well so if you're not from the company and you're new here, hmm. may I just ask what, what your business is, sir? Just just exploring, really. Right. Make a deception check. <laughs> Where did this interrogation come from? Know. What does this old man know? What is happening? Oh, I've got really bad deception, everyone. That's a five. Right. All right, well, Could sort of takes another look at you, squints a little, waits for you to speak. Tip your hat. Not off, just like, I just sort of, <laughs> well, I'll be going then, Corin. Do you mind if, would you show me the, um, the, the silos? Well, if it's a tour you're after, you're not nosing around then absolutely i'd oh, love to please fabulous come with, come with me great this and good <laughs> he shuffles off and leads you behind so you walk behind uh reeves uh silo reeves, reeves um pod colony pod and there's a, a kind of uh a little uh, sort of alleyway when there's grasses shooting up out of it little flowers mountain flowers that you can see again everything's covered in dew and and in the grey of the afternoon, uh, there are no shadows. It's just a dull, lit um, little back alley. And you walk through it, and behind it, you see uh, a flattened piece of ground with deep, heavy tire tracks in it and puddles uh, lying around it. And next to it, you see the wall of the first of these silos. And rising up the outside, a spiral, not it is a spiral staircase, but it's um, it spirals all the way around the outside of this silo. So, it's... what is the silo made from? Is it metal or is it brick or? 
Um, it's a metal silo. You can see it's rusted in. Uh, it's got big streaks of rust and dirt all over it. Um, you can see that there's uh, little birds' nests that have been uh, created, uh, built um, in some of the little joists between oh, no. the stairs. It, the stairs themselves look old and they look poorly traveled. You can see there's bits of slime and, and moss growing on them. Um, the only you... thing that seems to be quite clean is the main door itself, which is... Do the do the birds' nests look like they have living birds in them? Uh, from from what you can see, well, you can't see any birds there. I mean, okay. you are quite a long way underneath good, them. Good, but... good, 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 good. That's good. Okay. Um, so what's in the silos? Yes, there's... All sorts, all sorts. You see, for a man such as yourself, I, I'm sure you have. Uh, man, yes. I'm sure you have Lunch. experience with this kind of thing. He rubs mm. his eyes. He's got kind of roomy old eyes, you know, kind of grey and, and slightly, um, uh, slightly clouded. And you get the sense that maybe he can't he can't see especially well. Um, well. Uh, the four different silos, we store four different uh, main products, the different kinds of ore that we mine here. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, of course, uh, there's different amounts at different times, and uh, the one that we're using at the moment, mainly, uh, this would be uh, for uh, a bauxite, which we're using, obviously, for the aluminium production for the shipyards. Um, so, if uh, I, I could show you that one, if you like, if, you, if you're interested. Yes, yes, that would be lovely. Corinne, you're very nice. You're a nice person, aren't you? He gives a little, just a little giggle. <laughs> That's you're so kind. You know, you remind me of someone, and I, I cannot quite place it, but oh. you're, you're very nice yourself as well. And Thank he you. takes you up towards um, the main doors, uh, and they tower above you, these doors, they're maybe four feet, uh, four meters high. Um, and they are the only parts of the silo which are clean, the ones which are in constant use, um, being uh, opened and closed, sliding all the dirt off it. Um, but they are scratched from permanent use. And uh, next to them, there's a little control panel. Uh, and he, uh, uh, he types in, uh, Corin types in a, a passcode. And I and try and spot the passcode over his shoulder. Uh, yeah, make a... Make a perception check. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> For a total of seven, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. For a total of seven. You know how we said in our private chat that this plan was going to fail at the first hurdle? I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't like, think there would be an adorable, was... adorable man. Dinner. I didn't even know that this was a hurdle at this point. <laughs> I, I didn't either. I thought the easiest bit would be me causing bullshit, but it's yeah. Yeah, anyway. It's like failing at the Olympic hurdles because you got startled by the sound of the gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Uh, as you're trying to do this, um, he isn't trying to block you. He doesn't really know that you're doing this. Um, but he is just, he's not very steady on his feet, you see. And every now and then one of these little poles like shoots out of his uh, sort of metal backpack and steadies him when he falls over. But it's actually very, very difficult to get a good look without physically forcing him, like holding him out of the way oh, at what yeah. he's typing in. And before uh, he's, before you've really got into position, he's finished. And then with a... Corin, do you like your job? 
Do I like my job? Wow, so many. That's a, what a question, I don't know. I mean, this job right here, oh, I, yes. I can't say it's, I can't oh, look, say- look, a horse I and cart. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I've never seen a horse before. I think, I think what you're looking at there is, is that's, uh, that's probably Andy that you've seen there. Andy, Andy? he just, yeah, occasionally yeah. likes to, no, Andy, not, no, Sandy. Andy occasionally likes to run around with a bits of wood attached to a piece of string behind him. Right. And he'll just run around like that because he loves the sound it makes. Interesting it, sounds in this place. It's well, very, you get all sorts here, you know. Rustic sometimes. Anyway, yes. Um, I don't know, you are in a forest. I would merely suggest that. I've and there's no never seen a horse before, so I just was wondering. Uh, yes, well, that's not a horse, that's Andy. Uh, so, Andy. And, and <clears throat> so these doors are stood open, and inside you can see um, piles and piles and piles of uh, this. Oh, I actually. I don't know what the colour of bauxite is, of this um, metallic-looking ore. Um, <laughs> metallic uh, I, I just remembered I that gray, it's like a maybe? kind of pinky sandstone-y kind of colour. Oh, wow. wow amazing. Wow, uh, that's beautiful. Uh, approximately dwarf flesh on the old Citadel paint scale. <laughs> nice. So, uh, obviously there's no beam of sunlight, but as the grey uh, light permeates through the cloud, it hits this dusky uh, pinkish... Um, these dusky pinkish minerals and um, piled up in this room and you can see they pile higher and higher these huge sort of mountains of it it doesn't seem to have been organized in any particularly good way it's just been dumped there this is very nice it's 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 mining my deal I, 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 yes. would you get you... it would you get in trouble if if something happened to the silos well they are my responsibility yes mm -hmm. I, 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 but i think more than trouble i would i would take it personally you see for me the silos they're my responsibility they're i won't say they've come akin to a you know a home for me but they certainly are more than just a metal casing if you like you know, you, you really you, you really love your job and i know i know someone else who really loves their job and they take their jobs very seriously and they would they would be very upset if anything bad happened Oh, that's lovely to hear. Now, come and have a look at this. And he starts uh, walking across the floor and he's sort of moving towards what looks to be a, a, a conveyor belt where, where the uh, minerals might get moved along. What would happen if I sat on the conveyor belt? Are you asking, I'm asking me Corin. or Corrin? Yeah, she's moving towards it while, while she asks. <laughs> she's trying I, to. Well, uh, I, I imagine you'd be taken away. <laughs> uh, no, no, you would simply, you'd simply be transferred uh, uh, through uh, this particular silo and into the next one. That's how the conveyors work and then eventually deposited on the other side of the silos. Oh, that's very interesting. It is, isn't it? It's very it is. interesting. It is interesting. Infinity's just going to kind of let herself get taken on a tour by Corin. I'm just going to oh put it God. out there for you. Oh, I um, thought you were going to do something very different. Fair. Nope, she is... She thinks he's wonderful. She thinks he's like Tenebris. Um, she's cool. not doing anything. So just in case, Ali, yeah. you're waiting yeah. for a big okay. moment. This could be a long, a long <laughs> role play of me and you having a tour of the <laughs> um, 
you continue uh, to be led around these silos by Corrin and um, you learn a lot about them. You learn the different mm. kinds of minerals they get. You learn the Lovely. history of the kinds of minerals. You learn yeah. who built them. Mm -hmm. uh, as this is going on, um, Tenebris and Uriel, what are you doing? This is, uh, I thought we'd have a distraction by now. Yeah, we're, 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 we're somewhere where we can watch um, Reeves, Reeves' pod and we're like waiting for her to leave the pod. <laughs> Look subtly, we're hiding. We're being really stealthy. Can we call the pod we're Jacob? We're so you're being to lead Jacob. Jacob How... Reeves pod. Oh, too too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. How are you? How are you disguising? How are you being stealthy? Is it through your disguises? Are you trying to blend in, or are you trying to hide? What's what's the deal? So as I recall, um, Reeves pod was just by the warehouse, right? Like opposite opposite the, the warehouse. Reeves pod is opposite. Sit at uh, the warehouse, the chop yeah. shop where uh, the the trucks get fixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd imagine that that we would be. I mean, I'm, what what Tenebris? What are you disguised as? Uh, I have cloak. <laughs> right, <laughs> foolproof. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine I'm looking like a lumberjack. I'm just going to do the thing that, like, you know, just just kind of cross your arms. Uriel's just kind of sat there mooching uh you know everyone is drunk in this place anyway it's just just sort of try to blend we, in we can part of the pretend furniture. to be we can pretend to be drunk and like having good time party like like some of the happy people i feel like if we did that we might get a bit we, we might miss the big distraction happening um you know just gotta we've got to stay focused here this focused. is will be a know. really big distraction when it i will happens. have so <laughs> i will i will have like a really small scale little party like Oh, I'm so drunk. I'm feeling very drunk and dancing gently. Okay, but if you do that, well, just, just, just just remember that you know it's a it's a fake party. You're not actually drunk, and under no circumstances go in the bar. Um, okay, I won't. Just just well, in I, case. I'm not going to go in the bar because we're uh, <laughs> here looking for Reeves Pod. So why would they go in the bar? Okay. So you two standing next uh, opposite Reeves Pod. Um, leaning maybe against the the warehouse, blending in. You're disguised well. Um, roll. Both roll deception checks with advantage. Not stealth. You're going to be so no, deceived, deception. Ali. Oh. Shit, no, you're not. Um, oh no, no, no! Make a performance. Make it a performance check. Sorry. Performance. Oh, that's uh, also a minus two. Uh, Thirteen. Um. That's right. Again, again. Uh, Eighteen. You both feel like you're blending in. There are people sort of swaying past you. You see, uh, two, <laughs> two barrel-chested women with uh, orange jumpsuits, long ginger beards, all plaited and braided up under their armpits. They skip past you down the road. They look over to you and they raise these two tankards and clang them together. And they're singing, oh, I wish I were a fish. I wish I were a fish, I wish I do. I wish I do. I swim in the great blue sea for a 41 little magic fish. And that sort of disappears off. And you feel like you've you've blended. Um. Why does this town feel more like a fever dream than any of the weird things that we've, we've seen thus far? The fish people seem normal compared to this town now. <laughs> You're cool. What you are certainly picking up on as you sit here or stand here is there is a sort of febrile atmosphere that there's jollity for sure, but people are 
wound up and it could at any moment turn ugly is the feeling but that's just the sense you get infinity um after a, a solid hour and a half yeah. uh, you yeah. finally <laughs> yeah you you Cor finally reach the end of of silo four and Corin. Corin is closing the doors and, and Corin, looking very I, pleased with himself it was uh, thank you so much it was so nice to learn so much about you and the silos and um do you like who you work for you know, uh, their company is the company. He looks a little bit, a little bit confused at the question, a little bit wary. But do you not? Can I tell uh, if he hates them or not? Roll an insight check. Okay, okay, come on. Please wait. Is this a good dice? This is a good dice. Okay, it is a good dice. Okay, uh, fifteen. You can see that this job means a lot to him. Uh, okay. He's he's older. You know, he's got the marks of, he's, he's a bit weaker. He can't do, you know, mm -hmm. the real hardcore mining anymore, but he he doesn't feel really wedded to this place. It just, it's the place that would have it. Yes. Corin, what would happen if someone was planning an attack on the silos? No. No, I know. That's, I've heard things. <laughs> Because with the mines shutting down and everything, I think the miners are angry that all of the stone is out here now and they can't get back in the mines. So they were going to do something to the mine, to the silos, so they could do mining again. Infinity is an excellent liar. <laughs> like, Who just told you not. this? Who told you this? I've just, there's been people, they've been dancing and singing and I just, I want you to be safe and I don't want you to get upset. And- No. Was it, was it Jack? We've heard that name. Why have I heard that name? Where Was it Clarister? I don't know. I, d I don't know anyone's names. I'm sorry. I'm Helton. Was it? It was Helton, wasn't it? I don't know. It? I don't know. I, I overheard it. Um, look, I just want to keep you safe, and I, I have a plan. Would you like to hear it? I, a plan for what? To keep you and the silos safe. Well, if it's about keeping the silos safe, then I am. I'm duty bound to hear you out. They were they were planning on causing a big scene around the silos, and therefore, if we created a scene now, then then they would think it had happened, and then they wouldn't they wouldn't do it, and we could do it in a safe way. I have um, some tricks, but you have to hide. I'm honest with you, that doesn't make a huge quantity of sense to me. I but... think it makes quite a lot of sense. You are quite a, uh, an imposing character, and I, I wouldn't want to judge, but, hmm, and he thinks, roll a, this is a combination of things, really, mm. um, yeah. but, uh, let, roll a persuasion check, just a straight persuasion check. So bad. I'm... It's kind of amazing how that actually wasn't a lie, like, we will think the thing has happened, like, that's I'm an very, amazing line. Infinity is very smart. Yeah. I was, I was convinced that this old man would be buried under a tidal load of bauxite within <gasps> minutes. Okay, I have a minus one to persuasion, but yeah. I rolled an 18, so that's 17. That's almost as good as it gets. <laughs> yes, Infinity. You see him, and as he has, uh, he he's sort of uh, just thinking and he's pondering and, and he reaches up and starts rubbing his his mouth and he sort of you see him very 
very slowly topple backwards, sort of oh. clank backwards. And as he's going, the two two of these these uh, metal uh, rods thunk out of his backpack, and they just catch him, and he's just sort of that's so clever. There, stroking, and he's got a little wispy beard, and you can see that uh, uh, in the lines uh, on his uh, cheeks and on his face, and especially in the wrinkles on his forehead, there's dirt has has accumulated over the long the long days and weeks of working here, and and then he. He, he nods, nods to himself. Yes, I, I don't see. I have a choice. Hey, I have to. And the the worst that could happen is that I, I'm in trouble and nothing has come of it. But we'll at, make at the sure very you're least, not in trouble, because nothing will happen. Nothing not bad will the, happen to the silos. Well, that is my primary concern. Tell okay. me, what you would have us do? Well, so. Um, I have a smoke bomb in my pocket. I, I tend to have them. And um, I'll set that off, and then I'll make a very loud noise, very loud noise, next to the silos. Are there trees and things near the silos? No, there are no trees Isn't, in It's this sort town. of empty around, okay. Um, but I'll make a very, very loud noise. It will be, um, just to be clear, it will be very loud. And as that happens, you run, and Reeves hut that that the, is right around the corner. So you could run to the guard and be like, oh no, someone's attacking the silos. And then I'll hide and and then they'll come and find and nothing will be wrong. And then hopefully everyone will think it has happened. Okay. Well, uh, uh, that look uh, of hopeful expectation, Emily. <laughs> For podcast half, half listeners, infinity, half Emily. <laughs> you've really missed out on what I can only describe as like a Wallace and Gromit level look. <laughs> of <laughs> as long as Reeve is the first to know, then I'm sure the situation will resolve itself and and the all will remain safe. Of course, I, I shall prepare. And he okay. uh, sort of uh, shuffles off towards uh, the side of Reeve. I'll do it in body. like one minute, <laughs> and I'll run. He to can't. Behind he the... can't hear you. Okay. Okay, I'll go behind silos. And okay. okay, I am going to as I leave, go round the back of the silos, I'm going to cast fog cloud. So a uh, huge cloud of fog just engulfs the like entrance to one of them. I would say, um, I haven't got. The you moment. run round the back of uh, one of these silos as you're running round. You cast. Uh, so uh, how does that work exactly? Uh, so we've done it before. I think I did. So it's a twenty foot radius. So it's forty foot wide. Um, and it's like a, just a little pellet just pings out of my arm and it's got a range of 120 feet so i can do it from not where i'm standing so i can aim it um and we never actually did we do anything on cloud seeding i don't oh, think we ever did no we did um, talk about this because i was saying did. how it could be a rapid drop in pressure yes. a rapid drop in temperature yes um basically very clever cloud seeding um and so a giant like 40 foot diameter cloud of fog appears and then i'm going to go around the back of them face away from the silos, as opposed to my original plan, and I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave, which, let me read. The... That causes paralysis, I think. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, stop it, you're not playing Pokemon now. Um, so it's a 15 foot cube originating from me. So I'm aiming it away from the... Um... So you're not, so you're trying to not hit the silos. Exactly. And because I was originally, I wasn't going to. Um, but the main thing I'm doing it for is it an aud a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Okay. Um, so you. And then 
just to finish off my bit of the plan, I'm going to wild shape immediately after that into a rat. And I have seen a rat now, so it's not a starry rat. My screens, so I condense down, but because I've seen it, the screens actually show the right shading. Yay. And it actually looks like a little rat, and I'm just going to oh. scurry off and hide somewhere. That's my plan, if you want to stop me at any point, you roll things, but okay. that's the... I totally just didn't think you'd use an ability to make the loud noise. I thought that you'd just, like, shriek <laughs> at the top of your lungs. Yeah. Like, and presumably Infinity could scream quite loudly, because... You know, it's like like, that sounds like a silo like collapsing or something like that's perfect so that, infinity you uh leg it around the side of this uh the first of the silos as you go you stick out your arm extend it and there's a of the sound of a tiny hatch opening uh, in your wrist and, the, and you see this just this pea-sized pellet and you actually feel, as you're running for a second, the wave of low pressure and a cold snap across your face. And then suddenly there are clouds everywhere, gray uh, moisture condensed around this silo. As you get to the back, um, so you're now at the back of the silos um, and the grass is much longer. Uh, you can, there are actually creepers and vines climbing their way up the backs of these silos and you see, uh, and uh, you can smell um, uh, you can smell the odor of some sort of animal you're not sure what it is um, and then you set yourself stop plant your feet and then hold up your arms and the way that we did this before but it you can change it if you want is you become basically a speaker yes. that vibrates at the frequency you can see the grass, the blades of grass in front of you flattened Sorry, for a second by the sound wave. Sorry, grass. Yeah, you see just just a little tiny vole. <laughs> you've over the top, you've done it over the top, but it's it's still pretty terrifying. So the vole, this is like us escaping the light wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking behind like, oh fuck! <laughs> and then just Not before you condense down to your rat form you hear and this all this shouting suddenly starts kicking off um so i think that's our signal i have a i have a i have a question this might not be a good chat of opportunity uh -huh, for now uh -huh, uh -huh. but how does the shockwave slash sound interact with the cloud what is oh, like i kind of that's why i did the, i didn't think about that but i did the cloud behind the so in front in front of the, the silos and then i went behind okay. to do so the shockwave in but... the under pressure that follows a shockwave because there's like yeah. a readjustment that follows that you do some you will sometimes see clouds forming oh, clouds. In that. Oh, but, but like, cool. so sometimes you'll see like um and there's a really good example of this in avatar the, the james cameron movie like when they fire the rockets at the tree they they actually show that there's like a, a shockwave mm. and you see these clouds really briefly form in the under pressure oh that's that cool follows um, oh yeah, because it means you can see the shockwave, basically. Cool. Right, which you do see for a second, <laughs> these tiny clouds forming, and then shh, you're down, and uh, all around you, these tall grass spikes, um, all, uh, all like uh, obscuring your vision, bits of earth, and um, you can see the occasional little piece of ore that's escaped, and you realise, before we leave you, that you're actually quite a long way away from where you need, from Reeve's pod. As a rat, it 
What's the movement speed for rats? I'm going to find out for you. They can go quite Just... quick. They can fit through a hole the size of a 50 pence piece. I didn't say... Uh, it's 20 Oof. feet. So it's, 20 it's... feet. Okay, so you can move quickly, but you are moving through a pretty obstructed landscape but as and a you round the edge right i'm gonna go around the edge and i want to okay. just want to go to the behind the warehouse well, we'll, i'm not i'm not worrying about reeve because i said i'd meet them behind the warehouse so i'm just we'll going come to, to you there. we'll come to you again later so right now we'll leave you there Foom, just become a rat can i briefly uh, share a rat fact because I, I do love rats are really cool rat rats, oh, yeah. rats can swim rat for three fact. days con like just constantly what is Wait, that they how are... they live in the toilets uh a rat can survive being flushed down the toilets so, but don't do that because it's cruel. But yeah, don't like, flush it, but but rats, if they were to fall overboard on a ship, can literally just swim for days and days. They are amazing creatures. That's can all. I just say I'm how happy I am? I actually got to do my cool plan because I was so scared I wasn't going to yeah. be able to do it because of the lovely man. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, lovely man, what do I do? I hope that's right. so good. Such a good save. So, uh, Uriel and Tenebris. Suddenly, <laughs> chaos. Um, you hear shouts rising up from around the camp. Hey! What? What? Do you, hear, do you see that? Wait! Hey, hey, get out of Get out of And then uh, you see three burly looking individuals um, running their way, just striding their way across towards, but before they even reach Reeves' habitation pod, boom! Boom! The door slams open, and you see the stock, a but quite tall uh, for these miners figure of Reeve um, step out and you can see again on the, the left side of her face uh, this metal rod sticking right out of her jawbone where uh, her jawbone would, would be uh, but a clean a clean shaven very taut face and you can see in her eyes she's squints suddenly in the daylight then looks to the right and starts herring off towards um the silos uh, and as she passes these these three uh individuals she she turns them you you with me you around the back we're gonna find out what's going on here did she have a guard outside of her pod the guard is outside of her pod still and there's now commotion there's people you can see some of the drunk people who were uh, lying around they've sort of rolled over a little bit the worst for wear still but sort of shaken out of their uh their slumber by this noise um you see uh, looking over at mova suddenly like five um people just stumble out of the bar looking round uh, clearly the worse for wear um but suddenly everyone's backs up you feel it in the air uh, and what we'll do now is we'll go into a sort of initiative order just for now to see what's going to happen so Reeve is gone. She's running around the back. That's her turn. Um, and next, we'll have uh, Uriel and Tenebris. You can move as one for now. Sure. Um, I guess we just we, we follow the crowd, right? Like, if people are moving to see what's going on. I'm not following the crowd. I'm going over there. Where are you going, Uriel? <laughs> no, but, but, Let's have you not moved together, then. Uh, no, no, no. no. I, what I mean by that is yeah. that the silos are behind the pod. So if people are going to investigate it, oh, they're going to go in that direction. Oh, 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 my geography was <laughs> the wrong way around. Sorry, I thought they were yeah. opposite. Um, the silos are behind Reeves' uh, office. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Good, yes, in that case, great. Oh, yeah, so it is. That is what I've written down. Amazing. Um, in that case, yes, um, we will move with the crowd, start going over. 
Excellent. Okay, so you move uh, over the road, um, trying to keep as part of this swell of people. People bumping into you, feel an elbow in your back to Nebris uh, as someone pushes their way past you and through you. Uh, Uriel, you're managing to keep uh, out of the way of all these people your heightened senses um, using your training, managing to keep you just in the right lines to avoid this. But you can feel this wave of people moving towards uh, this pall of what looks from this distance to be smoke to you just starting to rise over the top of reeves pod on the other side where the silos are uh, so where are you headed you can make it across the street in in one so, in one go yeah basically as we're as we're passing as we're sort of going towards once mm-hmm. we get within well just as we're passing um i just need to be within 30 feet of him um, oh yeah, I don't have to beat them. the snot out of him. I forgot that we were doing this. Yeah, um, no, you're don't de- do that. <laughs> you're definitely within 30 feet of him. Um, I am going to... Discard. Although, to be fair, the guard is not a him, it's a woman. Yeah, sorry, sorry. But uh, you, you are within 30 feet of him. Um, I'm going to... Uh, uh, relatively subtly... Um, wave my hands about, disguised as I'm walking. Oh look, it's fine, I'm just manipulating the uh, brainwaves with my hands. And I'm gonna telepathically <laughs> talk in their head. And I'm gonna say very, a, a sort of like, seriously, as Tenebris can, um, there was an explosion. This pod is next. Run! Uh, I love it. So you're- you're just saying that. In his this head, is, yeah. Is this, a, is this a spell? No. It's aberrant mind, right? Okay. I've got, I've, it's, it's just it's just a, a telepathic warning message in his head, so he doesn't know where it comes from. I think you'll find it's slime mold, Emily. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get slime D&D. Mold. I got too D&D excited. It's Me and my friends. We just like to As... get into people's brains. As uh, you uh, put one foot in front of the other through this much... <laughs> this torn up straight um with these people p- p- pushing past you around you the, the clunk of metal the feel of flesh being pushed around you um you send concentrate and you f- send that message to the brain of this other uh person who you've, you've never met but you can feel that you can communicate with them when this voice happens the first thing you see the guard Looks over their shoulder, left, right, looks up above them, looks down at their feet, looks behind them at the door. And now is carefully scanning the crowd, just staring, looking for anything out of the ordinary. You've just put him on alert. Yeah. Can I not roll roll deception? (laughs) Or persuasion? I mean intimidation. To your, so your your role is to try and get him to run away, get get her to run away. Sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to be like, hey, this pod is about to explode. You're gonna die. A mysterious voice in your head is warning you. Run first, question it later. Why it's wouldn't gonna you explode. trust this voice? Trust the voice. Trust the voice. Do you want to take okay. the risk? Do you want to take the risk? I don't know. You can you can roll roll a persuasion check, but with disadvantage because you've. Your voice has appeared in in their head, sure, but there yeah. are also a load of other people running past them, and they maybe can't be sure whether someone said it or whether you've it's no, just appeared that's in their fine. head. I mean, okay, I will I will add more. Um, I will I will add like 
hey, I'm trying to help you here. Run away or you go boom. But it's kind of less cool now. Because um, <laughs> like the first one didn't work and Tenebris is like, come on, that was a really good line. 21 on persuasion. 21. You, as you add this uh, extra text, you hear, you see uh, the, her lips just shape the words, go boom. And then she turns around and looks at the door. She starts looking under, there's two uh, metal steps that lead up to the door. She starts looking underneath them. She steps back. Um, away from the door, starts looking under the steps and then uh, around the base of the pod. And you can see that she's starting to scan, looking for something, anything that might look out of the ordinary. So she's, she's now moving really away. really dedicated to her job she's really and to dedicated. keeping people safe. And I was not expecting someone with this much commitment to to their duty. You know, this was... I, is, I was uh, like, is, is there still a tide to, of people going past at this point? Yeah, there's still people. There's still people moving around. So this has all happened within the six-second sort of initiative order, right? Um, so there's still people uh, moving past her and towards uh, this smoke. Um, if you'd said this out loud, at least I could have helped. So that last bit, <laughs> Uriel that last doesn't know bit anything. I said out loud. The last bit I said out loud when I was like, "She's really committed to do her job," you know, like I just wasn't expecting this. I tried telling her there was going to be explosion in pods, so now she is looking for explosive device. It's not uh, working, Uriel. Right, but if she's looking under there and, and she's not watching the door, will she go around the back or is she just still at the front? She's on. She's like she, by the side looking. She is there. combing it now. She's combing underneath the pod, so she's moving along. Occasionally, she'll she'll take a quick look back to check the door, but she's she's heard an explosion. Yeah. Someone, something has told her. She doesn't know where from that. There's going to be another one. She's trying to work out where it is. Right, I'm going to go over. Just, just Can you get in the door as soon as the guard isn't looking. Is she not about to go around the corner, or is she only going to check the front of the pod? Like, can we not just wait till she goes around the corner and then sneak in? Uh, are you asking me? I'm asking the DM. Yeah. Um, she looks like she looks like she is methodically checking. She's not gotten yeah. around the corner yet, but she looks like that's what she might be doing. Let's right. just wait, you, Uriel. No. Distract her after I'm in, okay? Once I'm in, then no. distract her. Yeah, you go in, and then I'll just I'll try and keep her busy for as long as I can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Uriel. Uh, do you want to? So I'm going to go over, like, well, wait until they are like rounded the corner, and then be like. Um, Gonna get down and all fall, like next to them. And be like, are you looking for another device? <laughs> and I'm gonna sneak in the front door. Yes, you can reach her in that. So you uh, reach this this woman, and as you get close to her, you can see that she's heavily tattooed, right? So her face, like the backs of her hands, even her palms have some elements of tattoos all over her. And there's thin threads of metal woven into her scalp that form part of her hair. So her hair is like partly metal and partly uh, normal hair i suppose that um, is and awesome she's wearing this sort of dull but still glinting in places reddish jacket um that, that also seems to have threads of what looks like maybe copper woven through the material uh and as you come up to her you uh, bend down to talk to her uh what sorry what did you say again wait is there, are you looking for another device that sounded like an explosive device are you looking under here uh, she looks up to you, and you can see that uh, she's wearing a face mask over which is printed and 
this catches you, Uriel, the roaring mouth of an armada shock trooper. Um, she looks up to you and you can see in her eyes, she's trying to work out whether you're a threat or whether you are actually trying to help. Uh, what, do you, what, what do you know about it? Well, uh, it was obviously an explosive device, like an IED, right? Like, I've, I've seen these before. Right. We've all seen these before. Right, yeah. So, are there any more? I want to try and work out if there's any more. Okay, roll a deception check. Um, that's a healthy zero. Big old <gasps> goose egg. <laughs> what did you roll? A two. Minus two. <laughs> she looks you up and down. She sees uh, a slightly older looking yeah. gentleman, a little bit like Tom Hanks, wearing these big lifts and just sort of a jeans and a jean jacket, sort of gawkily bent down uh, and trying to, with what looks like a, a mock expression of concern, talking about IEDs. And she takes one look at you and with a forceful shove, she pushes you away. Uh, and says, you stay away from me. You stay away from this pod, no. Uh, and goes back to start looking uh, in the, uh, underneath the, the pod itself. But I will say that during that time that you had that interaction, when we come back around to Snebris's turn, there, there's enough time to try and get in the door, or do something like that. Because you have kept her busy for five, 10 seconds, which is a turn. We cut to infinity now, just like going past a bowl and being like, <laughs> and trying to make friends with the bowl, and then just scurrying on. <laughs> so you're you're scampering, you're headed, uh, right? So within your turn, you're just see the bowl, stop, sort of wiggle my tail at the bowl, and then just keep going. <laughs> From your eye view, what you're seeing is just blades of grass, blades of grass, blades of grass, bowl, blades of grass, blades of grass, blades of grass, blades of grass, blades of grass. And of course, you're smelling all of these smells because your smell is suddenly that, heightened being a rat. You're suddenly true. picking up all of these different odors, bits of petrol. You're getting um, the smell of the rocks themselves, the mind rocks versus the, the earth, the smell of delicious bits of food. All this sort of stuff is flooding into you as you through the blades of grass. And we come now back to everyone else's turn. Um, Reef disappears into this cloud of fog, followed by three of these other um, miners who seem to have been following her, the ones who came to alert her in the first place, and then by a wave of other miners walking towards them. And you hear Reeve shouting, clear this, get this smoke cleared. I want to see what happened. Uh, that's their turn. And now we're back to Tenebris. Uh, Simon, did you all wait for Tenebris to get in the door before all that scene, or no? Uh, so yeah. I let... I... Oh, so no, I'm no, not... sorry. My, my criteria was that the guard had rounded the corner. I didn't specifically wait for... Okay. I'm reading that scene as yeah. that having happened when you reached the door, basically. We, we were together, so... Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, Uriel split from you to go and do that, correct? It would have taken us the same amount of time. Yeah. I was just trying to eke out some extra seconds by having... by. Waiting so much seconds, but I guess it doesn't make any difference. She's still going to check it all. 
round anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm going to try and go in the door stealthily. I'm going to try and like casually, like I'm running, like I'm going to go past it. Then I'm kind of veering off and disappearing in it. Yeah, without issue. You climb up, you push down on the door. It's been left unlocked, you're inside. And you hear around you <laughs> the sound of people knocking into the uh, the sides of the pod. You hear shouting. <laughs> And then um, you see in front of you uh, the long, thin desk uh, that Reeve was sitting behind when you first met her. It seems almost entirely clean. There's a, a pad on it, like a, an iPad, so a simple screen. Um, there's also uh, one picture in a frame. Uh, and then behind the desk, there's a chair. And then behind that, there's uh, a safe door in the wall. It's very Spartan. Um, on the other side of the desk, it looks like there might be shelves, uh, uh, drawers in it, but that's it. That's what you see. My name's Jojak. I should have said that. Oh, way better. I didn't know I knew that, and I've just read my notes. Was it the guard was Jojak? Yeah, Fuck, it was. So when, yeah. when... When they said Jojack, I knew I recognised it. Yeah, you were okay. right. You were right. Well done. But I should have said I was it was like, Jojack yeah. because then. Yeah, <gasps> Wait, it's Jojack. Um, oh no. Anyway, um, uh, DM, am I right in thinking that um, Sunday said that the comms that I'm here to steal, I'm here to steal comms, right? Like communication logs, um, are were in the safe specifically, right? That is. That is what Sandy said. Yes. Um, and it was just the comms, right? Uh, she she said the comms were in there. Absolutely. She also, she also mentioned that you would be within your rights to want to be paid for your work. Oh, yes, she did say that. Yes. Okay, great. Um, it's that okay. dollar dollar. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, right. So, um, Tenebris texts her up so she can see clearly. He's like looking around. Like, okay, okay. She's gonna um, go over to the safe. Um, Poking the code numbers that, that um, Sunday gave. Um, it, it, so it doesn't work quite like that. Essentially, okay. if you have the chip, oh, which you would give them by infinity. Sorry, you you have this. the chip, so I gave yeah. you the chip. Me and Ural oh, yes. have it encoded into us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. The, the chip contains the code. As you approach the door, yes, you can tap it against <laughs> it, fine, but uh, even like as you come card. close, <laughs> yeah. as, it, as soon as you come close, uh, you hear. And the door very Just slightly nice. opens. Okay. It will open and look You're doing it, Peter! <laughs> Inside, it's a small uh, shelf space. It's about the size of a shoebox okay. uh, and with this very, very thick metal lining around it. Uh, inside, you can see um, three things. The first, you recognize as essentially a hard drive, right? So a storage system. And that is, uh, seems to be plugged into some kind of receiver with a blinking light on it. That's the first thing you see. The second thing is uh, you see a card. So a card which looks a lot like the cards that um, you've been using to transfer money with. Yeah. And the third thing you see is something that looks like a, a large pearl. Milky white, slight cloudy surface, and it, 
move, the clouds move ever slowly across the surface of this thing. That sounds like a pondering orb. One I think, I think, t like, Tenebris is just sort of going to go, ooh, and look at the pretty and, like, lift it up and, like, stare into it. Like, oh, pretty. As you, as you lift it up, so you pick it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, just no. like, I, I want to see this. I want to see the pretty. Sauron's going to find you. Sauron is totally finding me straight on. <laughs> as you lift it up, um, you feel a sudden sting, like a, a wasp sting in your palm. And then you feel connected now. something enter your hand, right? Like a liquid. It feels cold. And ah. so it's a bit like being in, ta taking, receiving an injection. Yeah. And and you feel it, and it, the coldness moves down your arm, but then ebbs away until eventually you can't feel it anymore. Then you hear, and uh, the sting is removed. And you can see that the milkiness, the cloudiness of the orb has gone. And it's re it's now just a dull gray oh, around no. the outside. Oh, no. <laughs> but what you feel is a sudden influx of energy. Oh. The same sort of energy that you use for communicating and for controlling ah. your uh, colony. Can we do a backwards chat of opportunity? Is this the pearl of power backwards. that you've done you... in science? You would have yeah. to you would have to try and identify it or take it to someone who knew about this kind of stuff. And I'm really excited because I've been like, wow, that's the thing he's describing and I think I know what it is. Oh my god. Tenebris is just like, oh no, like looking at it now being a different colour. Like feeling like really weird, just like puts it down really quickly. Um Right. So, in the time that it's taken you to open the save, get in the door, yeah. and have a look, and have this happen yeah. to you, that is the end of your, your turn. So now okay. we move to. Uh, actually, you've gone before. Yeah. Well, we'll say now it's Uriel's turn. Um, I mean, this has literally taken a few seconds. So I think yeah. Uriel's definitely just going to be like, well, I'm just trying to help, like you know, and like try and put myself between like in the direction that they would have gone yeah and be like well we're, i'm just uh, you know yeah we haven't had a job here for ages because of the mine like, i just want to do something to help oh you i love it that's a good line i like it okay you put yourself in front of this woman right you can see that she is laser focused on this task right when I just want to say, I think she's really cool, and I know so we're probably going to fire She's like risking her. her life to save company property. The metal she's in the so hair, the oh, copper in the coat. Oh, sounds awesome. She looks up at you, confronted again by this person who was suspicious the first time and now is trying to interfere again. She reflexively looks back over her shoulder at the door and sees that it is ajar. Unless, Tenebris, you think you would have closed it. This is on you. Sure. I, mean, I can't, I'm gonna have to roll for it now because I can't say, um, I can't, I can't say now. Um, yeah. Let, let's do it, I can't do it. I can't judge that anymore. Nice way. But she can't glance. She'd have to come walk back around the corner and look, right? Cause it's like a shipping container, isn't it? She's she's never made it round the corner. Let me be clear. She's, no, no, she, yeah, she's... We, we, waited, so we they waited for her to go that, around the yeah. corner was the trigger for our actions. Right, yes, sorry. sorry. Okay. Fine. We, we, then, to wait. we were being clever, then, Alex. Please. <laughs> we were trying to be clever. 
then she looks up at you and then she turns as if to go back to check the door. Um, in that moment, do you want to do anything? Uh, now, presumably, there's like a maelstrom of people still going past. Yeah, absolutely. And the, and Maybe the cloud of fog has started to even, like, it's reaching you now. Uh, it only goes out 40 feet, so I don't know if that helps anything. That's, okay. That is it's enough to reach the... Okay. That's enough to reach the, the side. So it's sort of, it's playing along the edge of Reeves' pod. Um, so it's it's quite close to you, at your back. So are you saying that, like, we're starting to get enveloped in this line of sight blocking fog were you to be a few feet more you would be in the fog both of you right okay what would you real do i mean thus far more punch has been more good in your experience well at least he's not gonna set her on fire there's still time <laughs> um, <laughs> There's always time. Um, actually, okay, no, 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 no. There is the, the yeah, the sense. Yeah, I feel like what they actually do would be, as they turn away, basically shove them, and then turn oh, heel no. into the cloud. Yeah, yeah, that's so not bad. Yeah, yeah that's like pretty it. good. That's pretty good. You're trying to push them over and then run back into the. Run yeah, into so, the very smart though. That's it. Oh, they're they're not gonna fuck. She, she's she's too so, smart. So, roll a. Uh, She's, she's... Roll an athletics check with advantage. So contest, it'll be a contested, contested strength, whatever. But you, you can have advantage on your roll because you've waited until she's turned. An athletics, did you say? Uh, no, well, it can, let's, we're going to call it contested strength, not athletics. Okay. And you oh. get advantage. Oh. oh no, it's on. The I rolled a two both times. What is up with this dice today? Put it away. That dice is dead to you now. Find I'm going to get a different one. dice set. Absolutely. Uh, that's it's a 14 from her. You. Simon doesn't know he's not listening because he's gone to get me more dice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 14 from her. You reach forward to push her with all of your might, but it's still muddy and you slip and you don't get purchased. And all you end up doing is basically uh, slipping in the mud and actually grabbing onto her coat as you slowly slide down and fall down onto one knee. And she looks behind at her. Uh, she looks behind her at you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just smacks you in the face. So she rolls. Sure. Yep. He's prone, a... and it's melee, so I believe you have advantage. Uh, he's he's not. Shut quite, up, Bates. He's not quite <laughs> prone. Um, I'm trying to keep him on side. <laughs> but that's a uh, that's a 17 to hit. Oh, it just hits. Yeah. Uh, and since this is a uh, an unarmed strike, that will be. Yeah, Where it's only a trained? two. So two points of damage. Yeah, you take Shake two points of damage. <laughs> and then she's going to turn and run around back the other side of the pod. So now she is on the other side. What does she see? Door is closed. I rolled a four and a d6. Okay, so she sees the door is closed. But, you know. Right, so Uriel. <laughs> Still. You yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Kneeling on the floor. Uh, she's disappeared around the other side. You don't know what she's seen or hasn't seen, and that's where we'll leave you and get to Infinity. So Infinity, you're now. Are you, are you running back through the cloud, or are you running around the other side no. of the pod? Going, 
sorry, I'm trying to get to the warehouse as far away from everyone as I possibly can. Whatever is the most out of the way way. I've got an hour of wild shape, so she will take like time going out and coming back in. If, if yeah, you can certainly go around a way where the other pe- the people aren't. Yeah, I just want to be around. And, right. Yeah. Okay. So you. That uh, was gravel. With your extra twenty feet of movement, you can make it to basically um, halfway across the street now. So you can see from this from the ground looking up. You see all these feet. Oh, but I don't want to be near people. I want to like get away from everyone. That's. I want to get round the back by going on the outside if that's possible. Or do I need to well, cross the street? Or something? You have to cross the street. Right. Fine. Yeah. In which case, yeah, I'll, I'll do it while everyone's running. Um, there's there's not a huge amount of people left running past you, so you do see people. There's a couple of boots <laughs> next to you. <laughs> Don't step um, on the rat. And you can see uh, in front of the Reeves pod, you can see that um, the guard is stood about ten feet away from the door, um, and you can. <laughs> Uh, and that's all you can see, and, and the chop shop is another movement for you. So you could move again if you wanted to. And you could dash and right, reach right, it. Right. I'm going to go, I'm going to trust my friends, and I am going to dash to the chop shop and cross the road. Okay. All right. Um, you make it to the door. Uh, so unwise. You <laughs> sneak round at the edge of this corrugated sort of metal siding of the door and you just peek out and your little whispers. I'm just going to watch. Feeling uh, the metal of the door and the breeze in the air and you watch this all unfold. She's um, really enjoying being a rat, just to be. Everyone knows she's, she's really in all the mud. And she feels really like constricted a little bit because Ooh. it is infinity, like shrunk hey. down, right? Um, yeah. But she's really like, I feel like a chunky little rat. And it's like a chubby little cute rat, anyway. That's, that's why she's up. It's nice. So, she's also like, I did, I did a good thing. I did you, the thing I was so meant to do good. and I didn't hurt anyone. I'm so sorry well, about the rest infinity. of this plan. I'll watch the other two succeed perfectly yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, your faith is now, you hear the sound. So this is all of you. Um, and Tenebris, you hear it uh, the loudest. Um, reverberating through the metal box that you're now in of fans. Um, And you see, uh, Uriel, you see that the cloud of fog is being blown away and revealing. Can I just check that the wind is of moderate or greater speed at least 10 miles per hour? It's a giant fan! I'm just checking. 10 miles per hour, it has to be going at minimum. What? You, uh, How fast a fan is. Yeah, I don't. You, yeah, I feel like each leaked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm just. You don't see this, but. Um, uh, but it's important Uriel, to spell. So. Uriel, you see this. Technology. Um, <laughs> uh, what's happened is one of these um, miners, uh, someone who's got a very, very broad back and it seems to be sort of have a sort of cage, like a metal cage built into their body and metal ribs attached to it, has knelt down um, on all fours um, with their back angled slightly upwards uh, and there's a massive fan on the back of their body just... Back fan! <laughs> Love it. I was Love thinking it. they'd be going up to people going, oh, hey, it's great to meet you. I'm a big fan. Loved you in the and mummy. That... <laughs> and that's what's clearing so this fog options. out. Oh, 
and you see for a second that um, uh, Reeve is looking around confused, still angry, but confused. She sees nothing Oops. changed with the silos. Oops. Okay. Uh, and uh, Tenebris, roll a perception check. Oops. Tenebris, get out. I'm fat. I shouldn't have touched the thing. This is a mistake. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 18. You hear through the wall. What the bloody hell is going on here? And now it's your turn. Okay. Um, Tenebris, I think, is like get a sudden like pain in her hand from all this like whoosh of like whatever that was. Didn't like it. Um, but, but she's like just trying to move as fast as possible now. Um, so she's going to grab the hard drive. Um, can I grab the hard drive? I don't need the receiver. Can I unplug it? Uh... Or is it all connected? It's, just like it's connected. Holdable though, it's not like huge and unwieldy. No, no. no. Receiver on it. Okay, great, great. Everything, all of this stuff could be just grabbed and swept into your pocket, really. Great, 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 great. I'm gonna grab the, I'm gonna grab the hard drive combo, stick it in a pocket, slam the safe shut again. Um, <laughs> come Are you back. Taking the money. No. Well, well no, there's no. the card that was in the. I'm safe, not. Right? She's not taking it. Not what? Taking it. So I, you've said, left? I said before that I wouldn't take it. She was tempted, but um, she doesn't have time for a moral dilemma right now, so she's leaving it. And and you've you left the the orb as well. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it'll refill the three point Leaving the magic camera. items Ali's giving us. <laughs> uh, Hi, sorry. Okay, great. It's so okay. you scoop all you you grab the hard drive, slam the safe door, and what and then. So this front door of this, oh no, I, I'm gonna run back to the front door of the pod. Well, I will say as well, because you've basically looked inside the thing already, that grabbing the hard drive is a bonus action. So you still have an action and your movement left to go. Nice thing. Um, <laughs> of, uh... I might, I might roll, I might roll for it. Um, or should I just come out? Should I just? Because she doesn't know that the guard's there. And actually, if the guard's there, it's very bad. So she might just hope that she's not. Burst out. Um, I'm just going to come out. I'm just going to, like, leg it and, and burst back out of the of the pod. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and put my hood on. It's so disguisey. Oh, hood while I'm running. Oh, no, no, I can't see. Oh. You, My expectations uh, were low. <laughs> for how well this would go. around the side of the desk. <laughs> Hammer your hand down on the door and force it open. Bang! It slams against the side of the pod. Um, you see for a second, just as you're running out, um, the face of the guard. The face of the guard about 10, 10 15 feet away from you. Um, but you only catch just, just a glimpse of it for a second as you are legging it towards. Where are you going? Um, across. The original plan did was I, behind. Did the I notice whether the guard was armed or not? You did not. You well, no, you would have noticed. We were, we were watching for a while. Yeah. You would have known. They are carrying. Um, <laughs> That's my problem. Uh, they are, no, they're, <laughs> they're carrying uh, what looks like a truncheon. 
So, uh, okay, okay, a baton. Okay, 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 good, 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 not going to shoot me. In that case, um, I'm going to run across open, open ground and risk, and I'm just trying to get, um, I'm going to angle, because the, 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 the top trap is directly opposite, so I'm going to, I don't know, try and angle in a, in a direction that makes it look like I'm not going specifically there, but I need to get to the cover of the pods on the other side, basically, because I love it, screwed. Okay, so you are, you are just screaming your way, uh, across the road. Um, at this point, the guard, um, Jewel Jack, so we'll put her in the order behind you. Um, she sees you come out. Yeah. She's running after you immediately. Hey, stop! And this figure oh, no. is running up behind oh, you. No. Can't, can't quite reach you without dashing. So you she has to dash until she's now she's right behind she's on your collar you can okay. feel okay. her almost like about to go through. so um uriel <laughs> right okay um so i'm currently on my ass in the mud and, and... you aren't prone though because otherwise she would have had advantage on the hit not to you prone. so yeah, you're not technically prone. not prone so you're fine I'm just on my bum <laughs> Um, well, that's and, great, then. and the entire town is like behind me, right? Apart from Ten and the guard. You can, yes. Well, it's, for the most part, anyone who is conscious and and slightly sober has made their way towards whatever's this kerfuffle. Uh, right. You can see, and behind you, now that the the fog is starting to clear. Um, there's just a big gaggle of people with Reeve in the middle and the, a gradual sort of roar beginning to rise up from these people as they are just starting to shout and scream about what's happening, like what is going on? It's sort of building. And you're just on the edge of that. Oh boy. Uh, no, Uriel's objective here is definitely going to be to get back to the guard. like. Of course, creating a revolution is definitely not in the wheel set for today. Come on, monkey. Get back to which guard? What? To the to get back to to John Joe. Joe Jack. <laughs> Joe Jack. You're uh, slow though, aren't you? You can only do twenty five feet. He's a monk. That's no. He can. Oh. He's got an extra five feet, so he can now do, can do thirty six, feet. He can do sixty without using his action if he wants. Yeah, to. if you wish yeah. to use step of the wind. <laughs> think, God. Oh. I, uh, you yeah. could reach. You could reach her without so your, without using your action. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to work out if. Okay, no. <laughs> Player knowledge versus character knowledge. Uh, character knowledge would definitely be to, to, you know, run full pelt, yeah. and um, I don't know. Well, actually, can I? Could you real see that the guard has is chasing Tenebris? Or, uh, like, what What can he see the guard is doing? You're around if, the corner, the, so... If the first... So, you're around the corner. Currently, you can't see what's happening, but you've seen that the guard has taken off around the corner um, after having punched you in the face. <laughs> as soon as you round that corner, you would be able to see that Tenebris is being chased by this guard. Um, oh, yeah. Then I would uh, follow up and, like, tackle the, the guard from behind. Right, okay. So, you head down... You feel uh, the mighty power of your cyborg legs. You remember just for a second what it was like to have incredibly toned and taut buttocks, and you channel that. And it happened. 
you race. And am I thinking you're using Step of the Wind here? Um, yes, so that's a key point. How does that manifest itself? So basically, it's it's increasing the power made available to the implants in you know various key muscle locations. So for Step of the Wind, it would be in, in servos in the legs. Um, so there's an there's internal metal. Go- I I didn't realise that Uriel had so much metal going. No, on. But it's I not full. Either. It's not full replacements. But it's strengthening. No, but it's, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, so there's like an internal battery source that has been now half drained, supplying the power to to, to power those and give an extra boost of speed. So it's basically uh, the same as normal, but just the legs have become stronger, so you can take longer strides. And how does that make you feel? Just for a second. Uh, it's a strange feeling because. It's being so aware of biological limitations, it feels like you're transcending it for just a couple of seconds. <laughs> but also being a little bit out of control because it's not what he's used to. I love the idea that your legs are moving slightly too fast for you. <laughs> oh, God. It's like in a cartoon where the legs go and then the body... Yeah. <laughs> well, equally, if it's flurry of blows, that's just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the battery into like the arm servos and it's like, bang, 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 bang. Like a jackhammer. For the first time, you feel yourself uh, shifting up into a gear you didn't even realize you had, and you belt your way across uh, the mud and the dirt and through the people that are still trailing towards this uh, commotion. Uh, And you see this guard, you see the back of her, you're moving, you're still moving incredibly fast. What do you do when you reach her? Uh, Tackle. Flying tackle into them. What are you attempting to do? What are you attempting to do? Mechanically. well, I mean, so the objective, as far as Yuri is concerned, is to to stop the guard chasing after uh, Tenebris and, like, kind of pin them in place. So, I guess uh, grapple in that case? Yeah. Okay. Pinning them more. So, you com- coming up behind her, um, roll a contested strength? Roll. Well, I believe it's athletics because it's a- for grapple. Okay. Uh, because it's a surprise from behind, is there advantage? Well, not anymore because you did that once. She oh, okay. hit you in the face. She knows that something's up. Something's coming. Yeah, so no surprise. So uh, athletics, did you say? Yeah. 15. That is a seven. <gasps> Finally! Hurl yourself at this woman. Your arms close around her. You feel uh, the metal pins lock in place and you hit the ground and you both roll just a couple of feet in the mud and land both half in this puddle. The mud just smeared all over you. Uh, and she's squirming and wriggling and shouting, spits in your face or trying to spit in your face through the mask. And you can see this cold, hard rage her <laughs> in her eyes. Um, Did I and Little help! She's, she is caught there. Yeah, so now it's infinity. Oh, oh! Right, sorry, I didn't realize we were in proper initiative. Um, so I see all this happening from my little rat place. Yeah, and this is, so they've sort of they've rolled to a stop basically next to the, like just uh, about five feet away from the door of the, the warehouse, the chop shop. I'm gonna scurry over as a rat. Um, I can't really do much and I don't really not want to be a rat anymore. Um, I'm going to i've just looked at what i can do as a rat and it's nothing um <laughs> i can roll 1d1 um, 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 um oh, am i gonna do anything no i'm gonna just stay there and watch for a turn 
So you have to where we are now. I'm leaning in those. I'm hiding behind the oh, okay. warehouse. Well, like, on the side of the warehouse. Okay. I'm not Couldn't doing anything. Are we still in, like, open what? view, or did we make it across to the other side? That's what I want, because they're in the you're, middle of the road, right? You're, no, you are on the other side of the road, but you're okay, still good. in open view. You haven't okay, hidden we haven't behind the, the back warehouse yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if that's what you're aiming to do. Yeah, I can't really do much, so I'm going to stay as a rat. Um. Now it's everyone else's turn. Um, you hear for a second um, a pause in the hubbub, like a moment of calm, and then you hear a, a voice from the other side of Reeves' office. We are going to find out what's going on now, lads! And then you see um, in uh, through this sort of sea of people, Reeve forcing her way through and it parting before her like a sea. And she's marching back towards her office. Um, but you don't know if she's seen you yet. It's not clear. It's just... Hmm. Okay. Evil, 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 you know, make the internationally recognized sign for like, ah! Um, and that then... takes an action and a bonus action. <laughs> uh, uh, um, okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, oh god, like, ow my head. And also, uh, she is going to, uh, kneel down and put her hands on either side of Jojack's head. Um, and she's gonna... Do it, slime girl. Telepathically say. Um Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is probably fine. Okay? Nothing will hurt. Not hurt, no hurt, no pain. Um I'm gonna try <laughs> we haven't hit her with anything yet, it's probably a really bad idea. To cast sleep. Ooh. High risk! Iris. Iris. Ah, right. Look, we've had so many failures now. We're bound to have a success. This That's is, how okay, statistics right. work. No, this Explain is how sleep works. Um, you mean mechanically or yeah. scientifically? Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll five d eight and hope that I beat, uh, meet or beat uh, the number of hit points that she has, and hope that. She has fewer hit points than Uriel. Statistic. Oh. Wait, this is going to affect me? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, my Forgot God. No, no. Tenebris has never cast you. Can't detect, you. you can't direct it at anyone. What's the, what is, it's just what in is a range. Yep. So what is the exact the wording? This, this spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this Uriel's spell can affect. Uriel's been hit. Is he? Oh, yeah. she punched Hang him on. in the face. Shit. I, creatures, I lost a few. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range, her brain, um, are affected in ascending order 
in ascending order of their current hit points, ignoring um, unconscious creatures. Am I? Am I in that? Range? Oh my god! Because I have you very have few hit, point. hit points. No, I've got more. I've got more than one. Is Infinity with no, it's a lie. I have one. I have one. No, Infinity. But with a creature that has the lowest hit points, they fall asleep until. You run out of oh, but you keep going, so it wouldn't. Okay. I just lose. You lose one of the hit points. Okay, so you range. are within about. What's the range? Uh, creatures within a twenty foot of a point you choose, and I could probably try and wangle it. Oh, it's here. It's not there, but like they're we'll grappled. There's no yeah. way you can. I we'll can. You wouldn't know I'm there either, and I wouldn't so. know the infinity's there. So it's it's centered on her brain. She includes me. Okay. Shit. No, it's, it, oh. I, can't, I don't think it includes yourself. I don't think. Well, this I think... could go so badly. Right. Okay. There's no way it does you... that. Roll your 5d8. I'll Google whether sleep can, can, can affect you. I could get it to ignore me, but... Yeah. I just Roll your 5d8. I only went over Just do it. Then Roll yeah, your yeah, 5d8. Yeah. Try to work out how to do that. Um, Come on, present chat, please. Fast. Okay, right, no. Oh, I need to Google. Roll 5d8. Help me Google. Yeah, you are a target if you're in the, the range. 33. <gasps> 33. That's a lot. Good. Let me just 30... check I've done that right. Yes, 33. 33. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, right, let's count this out. Um, how many hit points do you have, uh, Infinity? Do we get to make a save? One. Is there any save? No, not with sleep. No, I, mean, I don't think go... so, no. 20 feet of a point I choose. Yeah. And how long does it last? A minute. What okay. happens as a It's druid? not concentration either, so it doesn't matter if I'm asleep. Well, I'm in wild shape, right? So my but wild shape retain... has one hit point, but I technically still have another 20 underneath that. So I don't know how That's... you want to rule it, Ali, because my wild shape will run out before the, the sleep spell okay. runs well, out. Well, we'll say that because, you're, because you are uh, druids retain their uh, mental, the mental part themselves and so the physical that's changed and this is a spell that affects the mental then we'll use the hit points that you would have okay. in your so i would be 20, would be 20 20 yeah right okay so uh how many hit points do you have to never we're going to say that you 14. can't be targeted oh thanks we'll just say that you can't be because that would be just ridiculous that, that is um well it's, so, a 20, it's a 20 foot radius right so you would just throw the, the sleep could, she's not flavor just, yeah. i wanted to put my hands on her oh, head which yeah. kind of messes up the range yeah. thing yeah. but i wanted to um, do it flavor so. flavor yeah we'll uriel how many hit points do you currently have i currently have 16 hit points 16 Ooh, hit that's points. not many uh okay okay oh, no. you're just gonna put uriel to sleep um there's and still infinity. 17 or 18 left after that, right? What's that? Three, take 16. I'll be fine. Um, you place your hands on this woman's head. Um, she is snarling. And in fact, as you put your hands on top of it, she tries to shake you off and you release um, the power of the colony that has now covered this whole scene. It's it's shifted 20 feet around you and you can feel this whole area. And you, you use their power to change the rhythms of the brains around you to sleep, a deep delta sleep. And the first thing that happens is this woman just goes completely limp. Okay, okay, the okay. next thing that happens, <laughs> Uriel just flops on top of her. <laughs> and then 
you feel the power recede. What you do also uh, realize is that you, for some reason, you don't appear to have lost any of the powers that you, the power that you normally feel. That that strange height energy you had, that's gone. But you've not expended any of the power you normally would expect. So you've not lost any star socks from that. Oh. Um, Why did you take the pearl? <laughs> that would be wrong. So here we are. You've still got your movement left uh, and your bonus action if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm going to very gently just shake Curiel so that I don't disturb her while she's snoozing. I'm just going to Curiel, Curiel, wake up. Curiel, Curiel, say that as a, as a bonus action. You sort of prod him. He is he is deep asleep. I'll say you need, I mean, I think you need a little bit, but you need a full action's worth action, of like yeah. slapping him to try and wake him up. And um, so he's, he's still asleep. Uh, okay. Which brings us now to Uriel. He's asleep. <laughs> He's doing great acting, everyone on the podcast who can't see Simon right now. <laughs> Simon is also really tired, so we don't know if he has just given up, though, and He's has a little He's fully nap. sideways in his chair uh, and wearing a Christmas jumper. Um, Uriel, blackness encloses you, and it's a moment of calm. And now, infinity. Um, you- you peek your little rat face around. You see these two figures just flop, and Tenebris standing over them, looking like shaking her head a little bit. Like, and you also see this other group of people coming around the back of uh, towards the road. How from- far away from me are they? How far away from you are they? They yeah. are. They're about forty feet. Fuck. 40 to 50 feet. Okay, well, I can't do that then, can I? Um, there's nothing I can do, really. Would you let me bite, but not really bite as a bonus action? Oh, it isn't to try and wait. Uh, basically, I would like to, I'd like to like use my action to dash to get to get to them and then like nip Uriel's leg and try oh, and wake Oh, wait, him. the people across the road are at a 40 to 50 oh, feet no, away. Oh, no, it's never seen. Yeah, they're much closer to you. They're oh. like, 10 feet away so oh, you could definitely do that so scurry over and then action i'm gonna go on um on uriel's ankle <laughs> roll an attack i have like, uh, with advantage because he's it, prone thank god because as a rat you have because like, i'm just a rat and like a giant rat or anything cool bite plus zero to hit and then you do one piercing damage yeah rolled a natural 18 so 18 <laughs> to hit which i do believe hits uriel that I yeah. believe that. <laughs> Thank you. Thumbs up, Simon. Uh, you hit, and how much damage did you do? Uh, one, one hit point. But that's enough you... to wake anyone up from sleep. If you Boom. do damage, it wakes them up. Uh, <laughs> you wake up, there's a rat bitten into your ankle. Then I'm just going to, whatever mm. movement I have left, scurry back. <laughs> okay. You can make it back, all the way back to where you were. Right. Um, Uriel, you come to. Oh, oh, still a bit woozy. Realize that you're sitting on something soft. Look down. Uh, the sleeping body of the person you were grappling. Careful. And now. Careful, Uriel. Don't wake her up. Before we have a chance to do anything else. Um, the group of people comes closer. And out onto the street where there's a T-junction. Reeve stood tall 
impressive, seething with anger, backed by all of these other miners. She looks left. She looks right. And let's just see which way she goes. She starts walking towards you. You, It's still unclear if she's seen you or not. But she is now walking. She's basically, she, she and this crowd of people behind her are now level with the front of the warehouse. Um, and so that's where they are. Um, so, Tenebris. Um. Okay, I'm gonna. So wait, is Infinity still a rat? Hmm. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. So, what you have in front yeah. of you, filling the road, is this rabble led yeah, by yeah. Reeve, who is striding forwards. You, in disguise, yeah. are stood next to the sleeping body of the guard, yeah. and the, uh, Uriel, also in disguise, sat on that body. I'm gonna say, <laughs> we have to get to the shuttle now and hide inside. There's nowhere else to hide, okay? We know where the safe place is. I mean, sorry. Yeah, we know where the safe place is. At which point, I'm going to start trying to stealth in the most optimal way. Where, well, like, basically, if they can't see me, I'm going to run. If they can see me, I'm going to stealth and basically heading towards the shuttle. I just made myself really tired then. Right. Okay, maybe I'll help. I'll help Uriel up first. No, that wasn't Uriel. That was Simon. <laughs> okay, let's... So just take stock. You are both disguised in your disguises. So disguised, my gosh. This rabble of people are moving towards you. Yeah. You could choose to either yeah. try and move <laughs> around the back of the warehouse and around the back of these other buildings. Yeah. Um, or you could try and bluff your way straight past this group of people. No, they, they it's, it's already, yeah, they, like, even though we're disguised, we're still strangers. Um, so, but yeah. Okay. I so you take off. Here. They're going to be suspicious, so suspicious of everyone. Yeah, I'm going to try going round the back. Um, right, you take off running. You're really you going guards, with it? Shuttle guards have been distracted too. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Uriel is absolutely going. Like he's following. He's only just woken up. Have you ever been in that situation where someone's woken you up, and they're just like, yeah. just just come do what on, I say quickly. On. We're going now. Pedal to the metal. You dash um, as fast as you can. Uh, Uriel, hot on your heels. Um, Infinity you is going to you. scrabble oh, after them as quickly as she can. You hear behind, uh, and you can, you don't hear anything. Infinity, you see through the blades of grass um, <laughs> of your, the feet of your friends um, moving further away as from you. The one thing I have as a rat is keen smell, so advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. So can we say I recognize their scent oh, and I'm like, oh, I can know where they are. Absolutely. As you're moving away, you hear behind you, you're Jack. What the bloody hell are you playing at? Joe nice. Sleep on the job, classic Jojack. Bloody so Jojack. Well. Oh, it's terrible. You 
You've now ended up behind for that blunder. You've now ended up behind the chop shop. So, you three have scarpered behind you, and uh, is the group of miners headed by Reed, um, from whom you've just stolen uh, a hard drive of information uh, and messed around with her personal effects as well. Uh, and leaving on the floor the unconscious body of Reeves' guard. You've all just rounded the back of the warehouse. Uh, and here we will drop out of initiative order. So what are you guys doing? You hear the rabble. You hear the sound of the guard waking up, protestations. All this is going on behind you. Um, DM question, will you let me uh, without using another use of my wild shape, scrabble up like onto either Tenebris or Uriel's shoulder and just kind of flash my screens all to stars and then back to wrap? Or do I have to use my wild shape oh, to do that? Just to be like, look at so me. cool. But I want to stay around. Okay, you can you can do that, um, but we'll leave it up to them to to sure. understand what you mean by That's that. That's fine. Just no, just as a, I just want them to notice that maybe this is infinity, not not a rat climbing on their shoulder. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll say she goes to. Uriel. So she like grabs onto his belt and <laughs> clambers it up. Stayed the belt. on this session. <laughs> and then she accidentally <laughs> slips and the belt falls off. And uh, <laughs> Uriel's <laughs> no, 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 the belt stays on. The belt does stay on. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I, right. Like okay. Because I was going to ask about the disguise kits, but actually, it doesn't matter what we look like. Anybody who was not present in the Gaston-style mob is going to be suspicious. Yeah, my, my thinking is that disguise kits are relevant because it's a small enough place that they kind of know who's who yeah. and we're not with yeah. them. And yeah. we, all, we all disguise ourselves to look like Reeve. But I'm a rat. Wait, are you actually... What are you doing, guys? <laughs> I'm a rat. No, 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 because it doesn't change the clothes. No, I mean, no, no. We, very yeah, we, we are running. Um, does Uriel look freaked out by the rat? Because I think right. Tenebris probably yeah. figured out that the rat that became a bit... Oh, rat... Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, this one's infinity. Oh, we see rats all the time on the, on the station. Quite like rats. Okay, let's go. We have infinity good. Let's go. You three run. Yeah. Um, so you're Just to be running. clear, you're infinity stealthily. rides on the back of the aerial. <laughs> you two run. Infinity. Are you on the back? Or I sort of imagine. Oh, oh like on, on a shoulder. Underneath. Like on a shoulder. Just like, yeah. like a parrot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a parrot. Um, you two take off. You're uh, running as fast as you can over the wet ground and the sodden sometimes psh, your foot slips you hit a puddle but you just lose your balance but you keep moving as quickly as possible you hear behind you the sounds of the rabble moving um you hear sharp barked orders just receding behind you um uh, you can see in front of you uh the first rays of sun beginning to uh, Not again. Here, beneath this, the layer of cloud. So the sun is starting to set. Um, and it's just a slight underlight, a slight pinky underlight of the cloud layer above you. Uh, oh, good. As you race towards the other side of the camp. Um, as you uh, run, you are running parallel with the road. So there are colony pods placed alongside the roads, but there are, there are gaps between them. And as you run past them, you see flashes of um, groups of people uh, moving uh, this way and that. You see uh, nothing as structured as the mob, um, but you do see people moving in different directions. 
make a so you're running um stealthily <laughs> right so what does that what does that mean <laughs> it means well i feel like we are trying to get to the ship as fast as possible but we're not just running yeah down the it means the if no one can see us like if, when we're behind the pod run and then stop move more slowly yeah. casually run again i will ducking diving I weaving as as infinity she will just like keep like looking and trying to oh, like great. you can spot people and clear. like oh that's amazing if something go if i see something bad i'll like dig my claws very very hard into uriel it's just you're it's it's, it's a ratatouille. It's, ratatouille. it's ratatouille uriel's the back yes. of uriel's head with the barcode just shining glistening that. with sweat yeah. and just this little rat on top of it just bouncing up both both Uriel and Tenebris roll stealth checks and uh, Infinity roll perception check. Stealth coming up. Watch this. Oh, fuck, I got a six. For God's sake, what is wrong with these dice? I got a 23. Oh, it can't all be you, Emily. No one sees the rat. I got a seven. Oh, that's that was perception, not, not stealth. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. You guys are slipping and sliding all over the place. Um, occasionally, you lose your balance and bung into the side of one of these um, metal pods, but you're moving as fast as you can. You think maybe that some people are looking over from the main road through the gaps, but you're not sure if they've seen you or not. Infinity, you see um, as uh, over the over uh, Uriel's shoulder, you see a head poke itself its way around the back of the warehouse and scan uh, and catch sight of the two figures and then disappear. Oh, fuck. I'm a rat. Shit. Um, like, scrabble on his head <laughs> and then, like, with my nose, like, point towards... Like come around the front of him, like point over there. <laughs> Wait, it around the front of me, like on my forehead. Like, if I'm, on your, I'm on your shoulder. I yep. scrabble oh on your ear to get your attention, and then I go ah! like, and I like point with my nose. Like, uh, could you? Why would you point with your nose if you're not? If you're, I can't see you because I'm on your shoulder. You can look to your shoulder, can't you? Are you not capable of doing what? this? And then you just see a rat looking in a direction. Yeah. Why would you not just tug on the irrelevant ear like I'm a mubikin? I was thinking that. Because you, you go in a direction. Because Uriel. you're pointing directly you to where it's feel... not left or right. It's like up at a window. Uriel, you feel the claws in your shoulder, and you see. <laughs> you look over, and you see the rat infinity. Just, just hang on. No, no, I'm no, 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 I just want to be clear. It's, you, you scrabble, it and then very clearly go like. Vroom. I'm going to make an intelligence saving throw. That makes sense. No, no it doesn't. It uses... Uh, no, I, I would be confused as Simon. In a direction. I'd be like, very... yes, that is where we're going, like, Matt. Scrabble, look. Oh, hi. Look over there. Go there. Right. Don't I'm, go there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that, that's like a DC 10. This is like a okay, coin okay, flip okay. about whether I understand oh, this yeah, or not. Yeah. Oh, I got a three. Fuck these dice! I got a three. Fine. You're all going <laughs> to you... die then because you don't understand rats. <laughs> You see the you see rat infinity sat on your shoulder making a kind Get of head dice. movement. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone to change his dice again. <laughs> this I would argue is Simon's fault and not Uriel's dice. <laughs> I don't have any more dice sets to have. Good. <laughs> um, in the in the kerfuffle and the movement and the motion, um, 
you're not 100% sure, maybe, is it some kind of sign? Is it a code? And then, bung, you you just face plant into the side of one of these pods. Oh, Brilliant. Knocks- <laughs> Amazing. No, I got a 23, about, Simon. <laughs> gotta keep moving, gotta keep moving. And you guys keep running. So you're now um, parallel with the road. You're getting very close. You can see rising up above the pods um, the walls of this shuttle. It's a kind of flattened teardrop shape. Um, and the sides are dark gunmetal gray uh, and slightly matte colored. Uh, as you approach it, you uh, then you're um, maybe. Infinity would like to keep an eye on where she pointed to with her nose, even though everyone else ignored her. Um, you're maybe 30 feet away. You're 30 feet away from the pod and you hear behind you that's them and you glance over your shoulder to see this gang but they are quite a way away from you still so they are they are a long way away um right now this is again player to player as i recall last time we were told that there will be a red R on the ship. Inside the ship somewhere. Inside the ship, there is a hiding place. Yeah. Yes. But we need to get to the ship. Inside the shuttle, yes, yes, yes. You're correct. Okay, so we'll switch back into initiative. Can we roll initiative? Or are we just going to go in a random order? I'm going to get Google to roll it for you. Everybody roll initiative. Oh fuck! I did bad too. Trust it. Google. <laughs> Google's not your friend, Simon. Okay, uh, Euro. What did you get? Uh, I got a. Oh wait, I get plus three to initiative. Uh, so it's not that bad. It's nine. You bet okay. me. <laughs> uh, what did you get, Infinity? Got an eight. Okay. I'm and doing sh- amazingly. I got an eleven. Woo! Yeah. Oh my so god, Tenebris, calm ah. down. Lightning <laughs> reflexes over here. <laughs> so Tenebris, you seeing this happen behind you, hearing the shout of the first to respond. You're 30 feet away from uh, where you imagine the entrance to the shuttle is, but you can't see it. It's hidden behind a pod at the moment. I'm going to keep running because I, I, I don't have sort of that would be useful in this situation. Where are you headed? I can't see whether anyone's in front of the shuttle, can I? Um, as soon as you round the corner yeah, of uh, yeah. one of these colony pods that's blocking you, then yes, you'll yeah. get a look. Um, is that where you're going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, you slalom your way through the mud uh, and slam into the side of one of these pods and look around mm. the edge. Um, mm. What you see, two guards mm. standing, one on either side of this big old gangway, um, which leads up inside the pod. You remember um, from when you arrive, that this is where the trucks drive in and out. And you can see it's, uh, you can see inside, even though it's the shadows are lengthening and it's very, very dark, um, lots and lots of bits of strange equipment in there which weren't in there beforehand. The two guards don't, mm, they don't see you because of the commotion going on on the main street. Um, and they're looking around there. They're not 100% sure what's going on. They haven't seen you just peek out of the side. You see a wiry man, lined face, uh, bald on top, not on the sides of his head, uh, wearing a, a green 
Chugu company uniform uh, and holding uh, another one of these thick batons that you saw um, Dojak holding. On the other side, you see a heavily built person, tall, they have long lanky hair falling down over their face and they're wearing old combat fatigues. And you can see, even at just at this momentary glance, they're in, their lower canines are protruding out from out of their bottom lip over their top lip. And they are hugely, hugely built. Uh, and they're standing dead still, staring ahead of them. That's what you see. Um, we'll, we'll call that a bonus. Well, we won't even call that a bonus section. It's just what you see. So you've got your a little bit of movement left, enough to reach the front of the shuttle, and your action, your bonus action. Um, uh, we're so doomed, just out of character. We're now, so, yeah, we're now so would be wrong. a really good, really good use of mind control. To I don't make have a mind lighter. control. I just have horrible pain. You don't have a charm person. I have friends. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, friends not gonna help. I do not have. I got rid of charm person, so I do not have. No, I have horrible pain, and that's it. Um, and sleep. Uh, sleep. Sleep. Um, Tenebris is going to. There's nowhere else to go. Right, just before I, just before I, we, we, like, yeah. out of character, the only, the only place we know to hide in this entire enclosure is in the ship. They will see us go onto the ship. They will know yeah. we're there somewhere. They won't let the ship leave. We're fine. Or, yeah. But it, yeah. But it's a hidden, it's a, it's a hidden squirrel space, right? This is a secret society. Even if they don't like, find then, us, we're not going to get us. off the ship yeah, at the other exactly. end. Because they'll, they'll be like, well, they're here somewhere. They, they, they just won't let the doors. ship leave. They'll be like, hey, the people who have fucked everything up, are on the ship. We're going to scour it until we find it. Until we starve to death. Not unless we steal the ship. That's a whole other thing. Wait. Do <laughs> so top, top of top of the they list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that. Don't have to fly a ship. No, that's probably it's probably quite complex, isn't it? <laughs> Not if they have a pilot on board already. What are you doing, Tenebris? Yeah, I'm running towards the shuttle. Just obviously. Okay. Openly running. All right, your disguise streaming behind yeah. you. Yeah, cloak is not really doing much anymore. Flailing, you're not the most athletic yeah. of people until you're stood basically in front of this first guard, the kind of older man. You can see as you get closer, he's actually got little bits of grey hair sticking out yeah. of his nose. Uh, he's got a poorly. Are, are, are they next to each other on either side of a ramp or something? They're on either side of a ramp, so yeah. they're uh, ten meters at least, maybe fifteen meters apart. Ten meters. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna aim for the middle of them and try and like just dodge out of the way so that they can't grab me or hit me with a baton. So maybe I'm taking the grab action, I'm not, no, the dodge action. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like that's an so action. The dodge would mean that you stay where you are, and if they tried to attack you, you would get an advantage on. Wait, they so would get disadvantage on that attack. Um, yeah, but if I you are wanna... just trying to. Oh, so if oh, you're... basically, my my my, I don't have enough movement to get further. Otherwise, do I? If I you dodge. can dash. And yeah, then okay, you okay. would have to make so a... So I've only just made it up to there, so I can't... Okay, I can't do both. Um, uh, sure, yeah, I will try and... I will aim for the, directly between them. Mm -hmm. And I will just... 
run. All right. I um, would just, just run between them, so I'm taking the dash action to run. As yeah. you approach, you see the older man um, s- walk sideways, shuffle sideways to meet you. And roll a contested acrobatics check to try and get past him. Oh no. Oh my god. This is so stressful. <laughs> Synthetic 20. Yeah. Oh. You're slippery. And. <laughs> it's very well with the Xmas. As you lower yourself and try and, and uh, dodge to one side and then to the other, um, he reaches out and grabs a massive handful of your cloak and just oh, no. tears it off you. And oh, you're no. still running, still Not running, just disguiseless now. But no. That was about to be our new belt, that cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Into gone. the ship. So you're now. Um, Around you, you can see uh, thick metal cages um, full of different kinds of machines that have been strapped down with these very kind of taut cloth cables. Uh, on another side, so there's cages on either side. You're in the gangway in the middle, uh, and in front of you, you can see um, what looks like a door. Uh, well, it is a door. In front of you, you can see a door, and behind you, you ran past two doors, one on either side as well, to get in. Um, so actually, you can choose are you going to try and deviate to one of those doors or go straight on through to the door at the back? Um, is there a is there a main door to the shuffle that I've just come in? Yeah, it's a big hangar, so that's like yeah. a kind of massive sort of open space where the trucks can drive up. But the, these doors are person-sized doors. Well, for now, I, I want to. So I don't have time to do this on this turn, but I want to try and close the bay doors. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna you know go round to the side okay. and start looking for a button on my next turn. Okay. All right. Uh, you're right. So, um, Thanks. I thought that was good. That's you that reach, look. you almost lose Big your fan. footing, but manage to just about stay upright. Um, looking down the road, you, uh, looking back down the ramp, you see the guard looking up at you with this confused expression on his face, um, while the other guard, the kind of hugely muscular one, is simply still she just hasn't staring. Moved. That was lucky um, for me, wasn't it? Terrible and, reaction time. Uh, <laughs> you make it round. So now you are ready to look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About okay. Next is Uriel. Um, so I think I never just take off. I think I'm going to have to do the same, and I'm going to have to spend the other key point on um, Step of the Wind. Step of the Wind. All right. So you do the same thing. <gasps> you see in front of you um, this older guard um, with actually, as you get closer, very baggy outfit. It's like his clothes don't really fit properly, um, and he's got this bat on, and he's sort of facing away from you, looking duck into the um, uh, up into the the shuffle. As you approach, uh, the head of the other guard turns to look at you. You see the muscles in his neck tense. I don't like it. And Infinity, you're on. Yeah, I'm riding Muriel. Yeah. (laughs) So, how the tables have turned. Yeah. 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 I do both. I can. I can run you, and I can be ridden. I'm top, I'm top and bottom. What are you attempting to do? Where are you attempting to go? Um, I mean, I want to do something similar, but I, I do note that on um, Step of the Wind, uh, my jump distance is doubled. So could I vault over the top? I'm never casting jump on you ever again, just as an FYI. Um, 
absolutely roll an acrobat so if it's if all right roll uh, an acrobatics check and an athletics check and take the highest one sick I want to hear the is it the fucking million dollar man sound effects the like ching 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 uh, right. Okay. So this is going to be what was it? Athletics and acrobatics. Yeah. Uh, so that one's a nineteen, and that one is a, t a ten. So nineteen. And, and which was that? Uh, that was acrobatics. So you uh, speed your way towards the door. This figure moving incredibly quickly for what seems like a really uh, solid-looking individual comes towards you, reaches out um, a huge mammoth grip. You jump to try and clear the top of them but they are much taller than you had imagined and there's just no way over the top of them you cut you uh, basically pipe it's like you <laughs> like that spinning and you spin through the grass and the grass just closes past you the rat in slow motion is hanging on to the top of your uh of your shoulder as you and then hit the ground and roll and you're up again so both guards now turn to look up at you. You see Tenebris on the other side of the door um, looking for something. You have a f about 20 more feet of movement and an action still to go. What are you going to oh. do? Um, nice. So getting up into, is that 20 feet and I'm not in the ship yet? Uh, no, you are part, you are on the ramp. So you could, you could reach either side of the ramp inside the ship. You could just machine your way into the ship Okay, um, I mean, can I run up into the ship and then for my action look for the closing mechanism for the uh, for the doors? Uh, I'll say that you can, if you want to do your action now, you can look for it now and then use the 20 feet to get to it if you see it. Sure, yeah, let's do it that way. Okay. Right? Um, Is that a perception roll? Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Actually, no, that, that dice was good to me this time. I will trust oh, it why once more. Say that? Oh, why would I say that, you say? Did you get that twenty? Uh, I got a, hang on, perception. Oh, no. That's a synthetic Yay! 20. Yay! Nice. With a synthetic 20, um, you see, uh, to your left, on the side of uh, this panel, uh, on the side of the entryway to the ships, next to one of the doors, um, which seem to be leading up to different parts of the ship, you see a panel, which has two massive buttons on it. One is green, one is red. Um, Green for you go with the door. <laughs> you intuit that red is probably well, red is probably the one you want. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah. yeah. Surely they label yeah. these things. This seems like very unsafe um, design. So, and I'll say that it's still okay. So you could reach it now. You could reach it. Yeah. Now. So with movement, go to that. Slam that button. Okay. Um... <laughs> It's gonna be so slow. Yeah, I mean, it's slow. just yeah, it's like Austin <laughs> Powers. Slow things. I'll say that you can do that. It doesn't. It doesn't require an action to. It's just a button. Um, and the platform slowly starts to rise. The ramp rises. The shaking um, uh, makes one of the guards, the older one, lose his feet, and the stronger-looking one. Um, tenses, bends his knees and looks towards you and growls. Um, at that point, you can hear in the distance the sound of a rabble. Rabble, 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 rabble. Wow, what a great impression, Ali. That is the best one we've done so far. Oh, that's amazing. 
Brennan Lee Mulligan. Is that <laughs> uh, And then um, you can see from your slightly raised vantage point, um, the shadow of this crowd started moving um, along the route that you ran towards where you are. So they've crossed about half the distance and they're running now. Uh, and you can hear the shouts and, shout, and you hear occasionally as some shots get fired in the air. Um, which brings us to, um, hang on a second. The guards. Um, they look at each other, turn each way, uh, and then they split. The older one heads towards you, Tenebris. Uh, the larger one heads towards you, Uriel. Um, and they are going to try and grapple both of you. So, uh, let's, Tenebris, the older one, leaps at you. Uh, so that's a contested athletics check. Athletics, not acrobatics. I have to strengthen, I can't. Uh, yeah, you've, well... I think for a grapple you do, but I'm not... It depends the kind of grapple there are. You could argue, either way. Okay, if you want to try and squirm your way out of it, I'll let you roll acrobatics. Or just dodge. Yeah, I'm trying to dodge, maybe. Okay, great. Yep. I would like to, because I'm much better at that. Oh, synthetic 20. Right. Nice. Again, this this guard, um, you can see the anger in his face, but also confusion that uh, this little girl that he's seen has just machined it past him, avoided him, and now he reaches out with a big meaty paw uh, and tries to uh, grab hold of your hair, um, but you drop to the floor. The hand swipes over your head uh, and you pop up just behind him uh, and you avoid that. And then Uriel on the other side. Uh, how are you? How do you want to do this? Do you want to try and dodge or are you going to try and force your... Oh, um, sorry, I, I assumed it would be an athletics. So do I have an option? You can. Dodge you. Yeah, you can do acrobatics or athletics. Oh, I see. Um, I'll take athletics then. Okay. Uh, so I will roll. Five. You just don't quite see it in time. And then this shape just barrels uh, towards you. One huge arm comes out and like just uh, clotheslines you <clears throat> against the, um, the metal door behind you and locks you in. Uh, and as this is happening, you still hear the sound of the uh, ramp still closing. Um, Tenebris, it's your turn. Oh, I haven't had to go at all uh, yet. You're a rat. Oh, rat, of course. I get yes, a go. <laughs> you get a go. I'm sorry, rat. Rats get goes Also, Also, yes. get to not be a rat at some point. <laughs> true, true. It's whatever you feel um, like. Yeah. Drop them yeah. What, uh, if, do I fall as uh, he gets hit and... Is that a thing that happens? Mm, you've or am I you've like held on this far? Him. Yeah, you could let go if you wanted, but nah, that's fine. I was trying to be cheeky and be like, if they do the damage and bring me back to infinity, I don't have to use an action to do it. But that's oh, fine. Oh, um, if you want to, I, I will say no. That no, you... she she wouldn't she wouldn't purposefully let go. It would be like if the athletics check like whacked her hard enough that. Okay, well let's see what let's see what happens. Let's see if you twist and. Get oh, should it. I roll a, a roll a thing? That's a good idea. Okay, um, yeah, roll just, just roll a d20. Just, ooh, okay. I'm gonna use my big metal, though. Roll a 12. Mm, so, 
you spin a little bit, but not far enough to actually trap you between That's anything. In fact, you're trying fair. to avoid it. So. Yeah, fair. Okay, um, in which case, is Uriel, like, on the floor, or is he just sort of knocked? He's, he's pinioned against this wall. Okay, I'll use my movement to, like, scurry down and get onto the floor. Mm -hmm. um, action to come out of wild shape into full infinity robot. Bonus action, cast Shillelagh, because what else would I be doing? Oh, and that's that's my turn. That's what I've got. Oh, but I'm standing behind the... She's scary. I was about to say half-orc, but whatever this person is. <laughs> the big person. You do see... Uh, <gasps> for half a second, just this person looks over their shoulder at you, and there is Hello. just a moment of concern in their eyes. Uh, just a slight... Um, movement of the eyebrow, but it's very, very faint. You can feel like the, their features seem locked in this expression of permanent, just sort of calm almost. Okay. Uh, which brings mean? us to. Um, hey, this person yeah. like is really calm and has no emotions. Infinity, that's what you wanted. <laughs> you could be your mentor, learn the ways of calm. Tenebris. I didn't say I wanted that. Uh. <laughs> Outside, you hear rain starting to fall. Tenebris. Oh, me, right, yes, okay. Um, is, is the ramp very slowly moving up? Mm. So by now, the ramp is maybe five or six feet off the floor. Yay, this is probably you fine. You get the sense that, give it another turn or so, the, that door will be closed. I'm going to try and cast sleep on the guard in front of me. Oh, I love this sleep spell. I'm a big fan. Okay. Okay. Um, Especially yes, at you, level and you two. Are, this is great. To just you're reach out <laughs> and strike. All right. Um, so you reach your hand go out. Good sleep. Good sleep. Good sleep. Good sleep. Clasp <laughs> the back of his head. And what do you roll? Um, I roll five d eight. And what? Ask Google to do it for me again. You guys don't have enough dice. Twenty eight. 28. Um, he just sinks to the can floor. Can I catch him and lay him down gently? <laughs> <laughs> you can. He's not very big, so you can do that. Although, oof, oof, when he hits you, the sheer weight of someone <laughs> who's completely yeah, left all their muscles does knock you yeah. back. And you okay. both end up on the floor. Um, okay. But we'll say that you can get up. Yeah. Okay. You lay him down on the floor. Sleep, sleep. And he's just... Okay. Little help! <laughs> okay! And then I'm gonna sort of <laughs> bang! Cautiously approach where um where Uriel's getting beaten up. So I imagine you just sort of looking over Infinity's shoulder. Yeah, I'm just kind of Hello. looking what's going on there, keeping an eye on the ramp, just like thinking about. How the sleep thing is cool. I've, I've never seen you do that before. It's new, I tried it, it's new, it doesn't cause horrible pain. So I like it. I'm quite a fan. Uriel, what are you doing? Now, okay, I have a very clear idea in my mind. Oh, no. And I want some guidance about how this can happen. Guidance. You said that in a turn, the ramp is going to be closed. It, and it looks that way to you, yes. Right. I'm, I, the way that I imagined it, correct me if I'm wrong, was that like, we'd been grappled, because I was right by the, the panel, right? And I've been grappled, that I was basically on the ramp whilst this was happening. No. Or near the door. You were right next to the door, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've been sort of smashed back a little bit, but you are still very close. You're a, two or three or four feet away. 
four feet away. Right. Slammed up against a metal railing wall. What is the appropriate role to try and maneuver this guy such that his head is in the clothing? <gasps> Evil role is what it's called. It's called. What is your? <laughs> what is your I mean, alignment role? <laughs> that is a con that's a contested strength check. So it'll be athletics. Um, but since you're trying to do something really quite specific here, um, mm. actually, I'm going to make it a DC, not contested. So it'll be a high DC. Mm, uh, you can go for it. You want. Okay. I just feel. Hmm. Iris Tyrod from Explosion. Yeah, Iris Kai murder. Yuriel has a plan for like possibly how we could get out of this. Okay. Um, but we need so... brains to do it. Yeah, let's smush the brains. Um, right, okay, I will, so, uh, contest, so what no, was it, so a DC for athletics? That is, that is what it, and it will be a high DC. Let's try it, high risk, high reward. We got back up if this goes south. Rolling. Uh, 22. <laughs> you, you needed more than 20 for that. Um, <laughs> Emily's really proud of you. Infinity is shocked. <laughs> we say athletics. We say athletics because you did need a lot of strength there. But it's not about the sheer brute force that you apply. It's about the way that you do it. So with one motion, you shift your heel backwards, knocking him slightly off balance. With another, you, with your other foot, you remove his left leg, just tripping him up so he staggers backwards. Then you throw your right shoulder forward hitting him in the chest, staggering him backwards. And as he falls, you follow through with your right arm, braced against uh, the floor, and then take hold of him, run your legs up the wall behind you, and push forward like that. So you're standing, pushing with your legs on the wall, pushing him in towards uh, the gap between the, the moving and uh, floor, the, the booting ramp, and yeah. the side of the door, and his head, boom, is wedged between it, and that door is closing. Now, it'll take another turn for it to close and do what I expect you're expecting it to do. But as it stands, if unless he gets out, that is going to pop his head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with that, um. It's now well. You as for, for for listeners of the podcast, Bates looks absolutely shocked right yeah, now. <laughs> you're trying to crush someone's head. As this we've is done worse. No, we haven't. <laughs> the low roar. The oh, do it till I can. You wait till I see what. If we catch them, they've got absolute nothing. I'm going to do. I will go. Everybody, shut up now, because this is what we're going to do. You hear it bursting out. Uh, in front of the ship and you can't see it but you can hear this roar of noise and um, just uh pouring over the top and you hear that the crowd has reached the front of the ship but they don't see uh yet that's them so now we'll come to the guards and uh he's gonna try and get out this is now a contested straight strength Athletics. Sure. Athletics specifically. Yeah. Uh, 16. 
rolled a 17. Um, oh, are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm quite glad. <laughs> I have to have a very awkward conversation. This is great. Christ. Plants his palms on either side and forces his head out and you are actively on his back trying to force him back in but the strength of this person is unreal and they just force themselves out and shake you off them and they're standing there bristling and angry um but that is their action they're standing there in front of you three uh so now it is infinity i'm gonna bonk him on the head <laughs> with Shillelagh. my uh, uh okay natural 20. his head explodes like a melon she's doing she's non-lethal. doing non-lethal she's trying to knock him out and do the go to sleep thing um do i uh, do i get to, i do get to double this still right even though it's uh, yeah 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 absolutely yeah. Do I roll two dice or do I just double what I get on the dice, Ali? What's your way? I don't uh, know. You, rolled, uh, I, you double, double whatever you get on the dice. Double, double what I roll. Yeah. Oh, I ro- only rolled a three. So that is uh, three, six plus four is ten hit points. Mm. And I go, sorry, bang. <laughs> it's better than getting your head crushed, though. Uriel. <laughs> you, with uh, a snarky look at Uriel, you bring your shillelagh down, confident that you're going to knock this character out. Yeah. But it. It's like hitting solid rock. And the the person just turns to you with Hello. this growl, and you see there's actually saliva starting to uh, oh. just pool underneath, like drip down where the the canines are breaching the lip. And you can see that the rage is under and the muscles tense. Uh, he looks pissed. She so, will also she will say, maybe you two should go and try and find a way of making the ship go. Leave me here. Ship door doesn't seem like such a bad idea now, does it? Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, now, Tenebris. Tenebris. Emily wanted it to happen. Infinity didn't. <laughs> um, Tenebris looks at this huge figure, like dangerous, and like, there's a moment where she reaches out and like could almost feel that other mind and knows that she could tear into it um and again you see that sort of like slight like headache wincing and then she sort of shakes her head like okay okay listens to infinity and uh i'm gonna go towards where i think the front of the shuttle is uh, right, so there are two doors that you could go through. One behind what? The front of the shuttle is where you've just entered. There are two doors. Oh, this is the front. So it's it's teardrop shaped, and the sort of fat front bit—that's yeah. that's the front. Aerodynamics, oh. baby. Uh, and then on <laughs> one side is the door that you remember coming out of when you were a passenger. On the other yeah. side is this wire mesh grating, another door, and then what's looked like some stairs leading oh, upwards. Yes, yes, up. I'll try the door. Okay, yep, it, it opens. Run up the stairs. You run up the stairs. Um, you make it all the way up the stairs and there's another door um, in the next story above you. You're in a, in a, a tight corridor uh, and through the porthole of that door, you can see what looks like a bridge. There's um, different control panels, there's decking there, and there's uh, what looks like a single person just sat 
um, spinning in in one of those spinny chairs. <laughs> oh no! Um, I am going to. Have they seen me running? I guess I'm not being very stealthy. And there's a door between you and them. Oh. You've gone through one door to get okay. up here, and there's another door um, at the top of these stairs. I'm going to open the door. So the stairs have sort of doubled back on themselves, right? So you're standing yeah, sort of yeah, above yeah. where you yeah, were when yeah, you entered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, right. So you open the door. I'd say you that is now all your movement. Yeah. Um, you've still got your action and your bonus action. You open the door uh, and the figure just is now actually facing away from you. It's it's a, it's a person who's just sort of just uh, leaning backwards on the chair, looking up <laughs> at the ceiling. He goes, what? I'm going to say, uh, hi. And then, and then, am I going to? I'm going to try and cast friends. Sure, why not? Oh, hi. Um, uh, let me just hang on a second. Sorry, this, there's a lot of through thr traffic on the spaceship. <laughs> you can hear it from outside. The door has not completely closed. <laughs> um, let me just check one thing. Right, okay, you're going to cast friends. Now, what does that mean? Do I get to make a saving throw? Tenebris? No, I don't think so. Right. No, friends isn't, it just gives yeah. you advantage. Yeah. It just, it just makes, so I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I mean, almost unconsciously, just like making them, making them feel happy and making them feel friendly towards me. It's only going to last a minute and then, then we have a okay. problem. Um, just, you know, they like me. I have an advantage on charisma checks. Great. And, okay, fine. So they, they're spinning, they go, just see a, a, a slight smile across their face. Um, right, um, but that's all that you have time to see before Uriel. In front of you. Not finished here. Yeah, standing this colossal individual. Um, he's very pissed off now. Um, I mean, I feel like, yeah, you know, and Euro's not going to go away. He's definitely not going to actually go and do something useful. He's just going to, like, grapple this guy to try and make life easier for Infinity. So go in, uh, nope. just rugby tackle this it's guy again. Do more damage than Infinity does. Going for the bear hug. A bird says, <laughs> So I thought that I thought the shillady did like a buttload of damage. I rolled a natural twenty last time. It's I, good. I, no, it's good. It's good. But I would assume you're better. But what are I you doing, know. Ariel? Oh, okay. Uh, no, okay. He'll go in for the old double punch. Okay. Are you going to start with the crotch or end with the crotch? We're going to start with the face and end with the crotch, <laughs> as is as is tradition. I, I believe it's more fun <laughs> that way. I'm actually imagining this as like happening at the same time, like this. Ah! Oh yeah, yeah, like like Dalzim in Street Fighter Two, but like without the bend, without the stretchiness of the arms. Right, roll to hit. That that's just MMA, isn't it? Yes. Um, right. Okay. So this is uh, Dex, isn't it? So I got a twenty a synthetic twenty to hit. So that's on the first one, and on the second one. Uh, oh, are these, now these are going to be two separate um, amounts of damage, right? Because one is with the monk weapon, as one is unarmed. Sure. Okay, fine. Roll your um, first one with your monk weapon, which is your metallic arm. Yeah, so this is the metallic driven. arm. Oh, just for the people watching the live stream, I can show you the artwork that Cass has done for it. Uh, now, I believe this is... Uh, I made a note of this, and it's not on my character. If you're not watching the live stream, hey, come join us. Wendis stays at 7pm. 
www.twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Simon Clark. You can see it on YouTube as well. Oh, you can. You can see it on YouTube. It's only the podcast listeners. Hey, come play live. It's fun. But also, you know, people need to catch up, so we understand. Oh, I got a nine points of damage with that one. Nine points of damage. Crack across the face. It hits him straight in the nose and just explodes and there's blood all over your fist, all over his face. And you see he just almost unconsciously licks his lips oh. to drink in that blood. Um, so that's, what's that, nine, did you say? Nine, yeah. Okay, and then the second one is a uh, 16 to hit. Six. Oh, actually, sorry, is that is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. 16, that still hits. This guy is not he is not wearing any kind of protection, really. He's just soaking it up. Um, that hits roll damage. And it's, that's 1d4 plus 3. Uh, I will make Google roll the, D1, the d4 because screw that. I got... Oh, uh, that's 7 points of damage. Thank you, Google. Google. Right. This one. 16 points of damage. The crotch punch. Oof. The uppercut. Savage. For the first time, you see the resolve waver for a second and in that moment where this normally completely calm face for a split second you just see intense pain just written all across it um and then it sucks itself back to normal but you can see that this person is in a bad way they are hurting which brings us to um once you've done that you hear a reverberating metal clang as the door shuts and just the uh, just the the dull red lighting of the inside of the ship and then all the noise outside which was used to, uh, was very very clear suddenly becomes muffled and uh, like muffled I said muffled and you are now just in the ship, and right? all you can hear, uh, it's, it's very, very silent, very, very quiet. Um, just the Dune soundtrack playing in the background. <laughs> is that what this is? No, uh, I don't think it no, is. No, that it? would be copyright, we're not doing that. Um, so <laughs> now, this character looks do down at you, Infinity, looks uh, over to you, Uriel, then looks behind them, at the button, no. and it, no, no, they turn, no, no, and they just do they, go for it. Is that moving out of our range, or are they still within our range? That would require them to move out of your range. Well, yeah. I'll take my Spoke reaction to bonk them on their head. <laughs> oh, well, hey, oh, oh yeah, you go first. I've rolled badly. Uh, that's eight. Uh, that eight is a miss. Yeah, you swing wildly. They're, <laughs> they're too fast. And then I get an uh, attack of opportunity as well. Yeah. I get a... Um, I got a 12 to hit. Fuck. 12 is enough. <gasps> um, yeah! <laughs> roll damage. So this is 1d6 plus modifier. Do it. So that's... Uh, oh god, what's the modifier? Oh plus text. So that's seven points of damage. And seven points is enough. You reach out, you clock him in the temple, you hear a crack, and they fall to the ground oh. in a motionless pile. 
Yeah, that was not non-lethal from me. <laughs> oh! Yeah, and you just, blood slowly starts to pull around uh, their, their head. Uriel, did you kill them? I so, killed one no, of them. No, hang on. And now, <laughs> Tenebris, it's now your turn. Uh, uh, and um, I'm going to sort of rush over there and say, the miners are very angry, and the company says we have to take off right now, like right now, like we have to go as soon as possible, quickly, 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 quickly. Thank you. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Let's go, Tenebris. Let's go. Let's go. go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Come on. This is the time for the nap twice. Persuasion or deception? I mean, it's the same, but I just feel like these it's, are lies. Uh, yes, it is deception. You're right. Uh, advantage. 22. <gasps> so um, smug when I roll high. I just, I'm just kidding. I, I just am so smug. What is this? Uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> the person in the chair snaps around and you see it's a very short, young looking uh, woman with an outsized roundish head, flattened features, um, wearing what looks like uh, um, officer gear. So pilot gear, essentially, right? They have little wings, um, shiny buttons. They've got nice little sort of epaulets, which kind of uh, uh, actually wide enough. They've been artificially widened so that they reach the width of the head. Uh, so it actually looks like they've got a little sort of triangle body. Um, <coughs> they look over to you. Uh, uh, go right now right they're, right now they're coming for us they will kill us all let's go oh god oh, they will god. kill us all yes please <laughs> can we go we will die. um they swivel around on their seats um press a button the control panels all close around the seat uh, and then um the character starts tapping away at buttons a, a joystick up out of one of the panels he picks it up uh sorry she she uh grabs hold of it and levers it backwards and you hear <laughs> and beneath you <coughs> beneath your feet uriel and infinity you feel the metal clank <laughs> as um the floor shakes and you start to rise you can feel the pressure of your feet on the floor tenebris you look out and you see val through the windows of this um uh control deck you see the pods in front of you you see the silos you see uh the rabble of people below you you see uh, something ricochets off the window in front of you, but uh, but does, has no effect on it. Shh. And slowly you start to rise and rise above this scene. You see the forest, you see the trees, and until at last you're above the tree line, just seeing the shadows, the slanting shadows from the setting sun thrown over the edges of the McKinchy Mountains as the noise rise. <laughs> And the ship gathers speed. Finally broke and, Ali. He, he had to <laughs> And uh, jets away over the tree line. And with that, we will leave it. Well done, guys. That was How amazing. How the fuck um, did we pull that, that off? That was excellent. And amazing. you all level up um, <gasps> because of that. Immediately. 
Immediate level up. We achieved something! Ali agrees we achieved. Can we roll hit points really quickly? Seeing as we're not doing the D&D brief uh, today. Well, mm -hmm. I have lots of things to say. I have lots of announcements to make. I have, yeah, but we should do hit let's, points first. Let's just roll hit points first. Yeah, let's let's roll hit points. Okay, oh God, how many hit points do I get? I don't know. Uh, you're a monk, so I think it's a D8, but check. Um... Uh, yeah, as a monk, you're D8. Okay. And Tenebris, you're D6. And Infinity, you are D8, I think? I believe so. One D8 coming yeah, right we, up. Plus, your, you con, plus your con, you're a six because you're a squishy, squishy. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, given my rolling today, this is going to yeah, go Yeah, I know, so well. right? Okay, here we Save go. Save the best <laughs> or last. Oh, uh, okay. I got. I get an extra seven hit points with yeah, remember con. to add your constitution. Yeah, that's, that is adding my con. So. I get an extra four. Oh, oh no. I'm, I am tank now. Look at me. Look at me. Rat oh, tank. How do I do it? Oh no, and here we go. How do I do it on D&D Beyond? Level up. Where's the level up button? Shit. Oh. I'm slightly disappointed that I couldn't go with the real original plan. It was a good plan, was... but the minute he No, came... no, no, no. That was only the first half of the plan. Oh, with sand is the other half. Don't, don't say, don't say. Well, no, because no, it's not going to happen now, for sure. Like, the other half was to let the head pop like a melon, <gasps> and then dress him in the clothes that I was wearing as a disguise Awful. and yeet him overboard so they think oh. that we had died. Oh, you're evil. Great. Good to know. Uh... <laughs> but they would know not to come chasing after us. They were like, oh, that's the person sure. we were chasing. I don't want to go with that. My <laughs> lord. I just thought maybe you'd put Infinity's fake nose on him or something. Like, he's just like the glass. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's the crucial thing. He doesn't have a head anymore. So they oh, wouldn't I be able see. to recognize him as the guard. I see. <laughs> what did you get, Tenebris? Um, only rolled a three plus two is five, so now nineteen hit points. Oh, there we go. Not so not so squishy after all. I'm trying yeah. to make this work, and it's just not. Right, yeah. so we've gone on obviously way longer than we normally do. There's no time for the D and D yes. brief today, but we do have some announcements. Exciting, Exciting announcements. announcements. <laughs> <laughs> Super exciting announcement about next week. We will be doing our very first. Christmas slash holiday special. Um, it is going to be the most festive thing you've ever seen. Um, and you know what? It's already happened. <laughs> that's the, that's the <laughs> it's it coming to you from the past. But it's coming to you from the past, uh, where we were all hanging out together in person. We did. A, it's true. Okay, in camera setup, so we could film the madness, um, <clears throat> the chaos. Um, it is. I can exclusively reveal here to you. Uh, 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 favorite listeners excited. chat people um we will be playing uh honey heist uh the famed one page rpg uh by grant howard about a bunch of bears who have to heist some honey um but because we are the rp geeks um we are putting a sci-fi twist on it and setting it in space um space. <laughs> everyone ready space 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 Oh, yeah, we, we, there was a thing. Um, so please, please, please um, tune into that uh, next week if you're watching live. Well, yeah. okay, let, let me give, a, give you a date. It's, um, it's, it's going to be a broadcast of it. That's the thing. Yes. We're going to broadcast it out on Twitch as if it's live. We'll hopefully be in the chats whilst this is going yes. on. This is the um, but it'll be edited with multiple camera angles. It's going to be a special. This is the 15th of December. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so if it is before the 15th of December, 
come and watch us on Twitch. Um, no spoilers for the campaign. Just... Simon, that does mean we have to get the YouTube and the podcast done before then. Oh no, yeah, up. please do, please do. <laughs> yep. um, so my, on my to-do list. We have been behind on those, sorry for those of you watching. Or I'm nearly up to date with the podcast. I just it's didn't finish today's one, last week's one. Hey podcast listeners, it's Emily editing this here. I obviously didn't get this out in time for the Christmas special, but the podcast version of the Christmas special will be out in the next few days. Happy Christmas. See you all soon. So do follow us on social as well. That's RP, at RPGeeksDnd um, on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Um, so we are very excited about that. So excited about that. We'll be in chat um, if you're watching live and... Uh, Thank you, everyone, for a fantastic episode, and Yay. we'll see you all. What an end to kind of like. Oh my god! Oh god. Was it? Hey, wait, wait. Was that the end well, of season one? No, it's just the what end the, of twenty twenty one. It's the end of the vow arc. We arrived on it. We did all yeah, of our stuff, and then we left on the ship. Is it the end of season one? Because I think this is an important. Absolutely question. not. No, oh, it's not even really the beginning. We're not even level god four yet. It. Ali, when do we get to no, be level but four? But it's like a chapter. It's Chat- a, that's the first chapter. Season one, chapter one. Ali, maybe? Uh, Insane, yeah, chapter one, I guess. Chapter but one. maybe just because, not. Just because, you know, if we want to tell people where is a good place to jump into the show, uh, chapter two could be a good starting off point if, the, if we've got new listeners, if you've got any friends. Maybe somebody should make a video about the adventure to date. That would be really easy. Really and like, good idea. Maybe talk about, about what we're doing here and why. Although we haven't done any science today, there's usually science. If you're new, there's usually science. Yeah. A lot more science. Um, so come back yeah. in the new year for that. Right, I was trying to say goodbye. So. Sorry. I'm, I'm doing it. Goodbye. Um, goodbye. Bye. 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 Are we saying goodbye? Bye.